smells terrible. I know it doesn't smell good. Just please. Are you farting? Just please. Oh, oh, my God. Hey everybody, welcome to the big 2016 blowout podcast. We're blowing out all over the place, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Is, <laughs> We're blowing out everything. It's the best of show. It's the best of 2016 sketchy nonsense podcast. Woo! Yeah, we've come to it. It's the end of 2016, folks. Yeah. How, we did how it. was it? How was your year? How was your 2016? I mean, my guys? year was pretty great. Yeah. Personally, my year was great. Um, on a whole, 2016 was god awful. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a terrible year. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, everybody died pretty much. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about the election, but it was a dumpster that, fire of a year. That happened. We're never gonna just... talk about Overwatch. Never. We're never gonna <laughs> talk about Overwatch. <laughs> That's why it's a dumpster fire. We never got around to it. Yeah, exactly. But we might tonight. Ooh. We might set a dumpster fire tonight. Yes. <laughs> it all started with Harambe dying. Anyway, oh, um, Harambe. Miss you, Harambe. Tonight we are going over the best of 2016. So the best. Our favorite things. Our favorite things. You know, like that one song that's just like penises and buttholes and dicks on my eyebrows. Dicks for Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> you but know. Before that. But before that, we have a best of 2016 beer brought to you by none other. Than Nicholas Haynes. Yeah. Wait, so, hold on. We didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, Fuck. how could we forget? We just a bunch of big babies waiting for a dolphin daddy. That's We're Nick just Haynes. so excited to get into what we love so much about 2016. We forgot to introduce ourselves. Exactly. That's Nick Haynes. I'm Andy Althaus, and this is Shane Souls. That's this guy over here talking yeah. now. And I picked this uh, beer of the week. Uh, beer of the, the year. Beer of the year. I did call it the beer of the year because I am very confident that it's going to taste good. It's called Critterless from Shorts Brewery. It's okay. got a bunch of bugs on it, the label. Yeah. Okay. I. I. That was a misstep on my part. That's actually those are from my apartment. Oh. <laughs> those are not part of the artwork. They are oddly enough spelling out Critterless right on the label, so uh, they know. You know, me and them. It's like Joe's apartment. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm running something like Joe's apartment. Something I haven't heard of. Sure. I don't, know what, that, I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're but okay. it was before your time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's sad because he was probably like two when that movie came out. Uh-huh. Oh, man. That's fucked up. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, Shorts Brewery makes a lot of great beers. They okay? really do. Everybody, one of my yeah. favorite beers, and Absolutely. I hate dark beers, is Chocolate Giddy Up. Uh, sadly, they never sold it individually. Just on that pack, or yeah. that would have been a problem for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they only s- sold it in the variety packs or on tap if you went yep. someplace. But this one is called Critterless, and it's an American sour ale brewed with mango and cherry. I'm intrigued. Yeah, that's, this, I've had sour ales before. They're yes. generally pretty solid. Yes. Uh, but mixing in mango, mango and, and cherry. Is yeah. Yes. Uh, this it's a has, wild card. Yeah. This has an ABV. Is it ABV? Sure. Yep. Yep. Of eight point five. So it, it's uh it's kind of high up oh, there. Oh wow! It's really red. Yeah, it's got a pink hue to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Shane Shane just poured his glass and uh, yeah, so it's like pinkish red. It's very interesting. Yeah. So um, how about we shut the fuck up and drink it? Yeah, that's what I you like. Ready? Okay. All right. Three, two, 
One. Go. Drink. I love it. That's oh really good. Oh my god. I love it. It's sour. Oh. Yes, it is. But it's also very sweet and beautiful. Yeah. That is very well done. I never had a sour beer before. Okay, so sour ales can go one of two ways. Yes, they can. Either this really way, good or really bad. Or, yeah. I, I bu- can see that. I bought something called, like, it was a cherry sour uh, ale. It was called, like, cherry gooch or some bullshit. That was it, but sure. It was awful. I took one sip of it and I poured the bitch out. It Ugh. was that bad. Fight a nickel. Yeah, exactly. No, um, this is really good. It's I n- really I, good. I didn't think I would like this, I, this but I, I like this? it. 8.5. Okay. It doesn't say it on the bottle. I had to look it up on the website. Fair enough. It doesn't um, taste like it. It's brand new this year. I've never seen it before from Shorts. That's really um, good. I think I might. Where'd you buy it from? Uh, Myers. Okay, I think I uh, I'm. So, you can buy it at Myers. I bought this at a liquor store where they sell the individuals. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, but you can buy it in the six pack. Okay. I think uh, I, so I might actually buy this. Yeah. It, it's I like would buy the, it's, would, yeah. it's probably twelve bucks for a six pack, like most shorts brewery beers are. Sure. But this thing's really good. That is yeah, really good. It, it smells. It smells a little piss like. It does. When it you does. smell it, it doesn't yeah. smell good. That's um, the first thing I said. Is it smells like piss? Yeah. But let me. tell tell you it's really good good and job. that's why i felt so confident about this being the beer of the year so what do you think <laughs> is this the beer of the year shane it very well could be i'd have to think back about all of the beers that we've had but offhand i don't know if anything that, that sticks out quite this hard no this is pretty good i think that as far as the biggest surprise the British beer that you bought, the one that came the in like old, the flask with James all the chunks or whatever, in it. Yeah. Yeah. that was a very surprise. That was a very pleasant surprise from like Gay Bum or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. The the biggest surprise one to me was uh, Brad's, the Duval, because I had yeah. seen yeah. it and I never had it, and I hate wheat beers. It was wheat beer, but it man was good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really really good. So that was probably the biggest surprise one, but overall, I love the flavor of this compared to a lot of what we had. Yeah. Uh, it's very fruity. Like you get a yes. lot of flavors throughout it. It's sour without being overpowering. Mm-hmm. It's very well balanced. It's good beer. Good choice. Yeah, it's going to interrupt me talking. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I want to drink more and more and more. Yeah, right? and I mean I really loved the pumpkin beer from a few episodes ago. Now. I, but that up. beer gives me heartburn, so I can't drink a lot of it. <laughs> but that boxer, though, right, guys? Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. Oh, come on. Shut up. Nick, worst beer of the year. Worst beer of the year? Boxer. No, the Granny's Apple Pie. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Worse than Boxer. Yeah. I, I even said that in the, in the podcast. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't did. Believe you. Yeah. I, I did say you. that. I was like, I think this one's actually worse. I don't like it. Uh, one of the worst beers I've ever had was a blueberry cobbler flavor. Yeah, oh, the bulldog one? Yeah. I yeah. fucking hate that. It, I think it's the pie crust flavor that they try to mimic in it. Yeah. It's just, it you doesn't pan out. You can't man. mimic crust in a liquid. Yeah, don't. It just doesn't. Don't happen. crust my liquid, bro. I don't want you to crust my liquid. But if there's like blueberry pie filling, it doesn't quite get you as much. Like yeah. in the beer? Yeah. Unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> I just poured Budweiser into a can of Okay, okay. Filling. So so we can go we can you can go forward and you can put beer into like a pie crust or something to make like desserts with. Can't like solids. You can't, but you bring can't back. go backwards. Yeah, you can't go backwards. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, you no, know, I'm gonna say I think I think this is gonna be beer of the year. Thank it you. It very well could be. Yeah. Like, I, I could I could get behind that we're, argument. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing unofficial beer of the year. No, but, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that's the unofficial beer of the year. Yeah. The unofficial beer of the year. Yeah, Good what, job, what about that time? 
uh, Ben and Jerry's beer we had. That was interesting. Oh, I got two. Right. I got two of those in my fridge. Please take them. Okay. Do you, not, you, you don't like them? No, I don't like them. All right, I'll that take, much. I'll you, take you, one. You can each have one. Great. I have two left. So. That was pretty good, but I don't think we can consensusly say no, that that was beer. That I, I don't. Right. It was. It was a good. It was an, one of those interesting concept type of beers. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So uh, I'm happy I tried it. And I will say, uh, Brad actually linked on tw- our Twitter, which is what at, at Sketchy Nonsense. Correct. That they had another Ben and Jerry's uh, flavored beer, which was actually a dark ale, which was like a salted caramel beer. Interesting. That one I think would be really good to try. I could so see that. I could see that. I'm gonna try to hunt that down, but so far okay. I haven't seen it anywhere that I've gone. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if you find it. For sure. For sure. If you've seen that beer somewhere, let us know at podcast at sketchynonsense.com. Yeah. Or let's if you have, uh, this is going to be probably the last podcast of the year, so. Um, going into the new year, if you got any topics you want us to talk about, got anything about wrestling you want us to talk about, anything exciting happening in your life, give us a shout out. Send us an email, podcast at sketchynonsense.com. Podcast at sketchynonsense.com. Yeah, beers, any other sort of drinks, any games, any topics, any yeah. wrestling Re- events, really, we will cover it all. Whatever you want to pass along to us. Yeah. Literally. I mean, like, you know, a lot of podcasts these days have a niche and you kind of have to, like, cater to that. We're nothing. We we're no, formless. You just send us anything that we're you water. want. We'll talk about we're it. Water, yeah, my we friend. are water. We're a liquid podcast. This is now called the Water Nonsense Podcast. <laughs> that, is, that sounds <laughs> terrible. Talking about a lot of water down there. All right. <laughs> well, let's dive right in. Uh, with this being the best of 2016 podcast, we have topics that we're going to go over. Uh, we have five distinct topics that we each voted on, as well as custom awards that we're going to be giving out. Uh, each of us as well along the way. Uh, we are each we are going to individually give our favorite of the year as yep. well as two runners up, and then as a group we need to pick the sketchy nonsense best of. Yes. I'm sorry, that's me farting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a faint horn. <laughs> oh man. Uh, first category we're going to be going over is best show. Best Ooh, show. Now this best, is best yeah. TV show, whether it is you know over the airwaves on cable or um, which is Netflix has been known to do uh, on streaming services. Absolutely. Uh, to qualify, you needed to have part of your season fall in the 2016 calendar year. Yeah, yes. whether it be the tail end or be the the beginning. Exactly. Yes. So uh, let's go snake rules on the ladder. Snake rules. Yeah. Snake rules. So Shane, you start. Uh, first up, I'll give my two runners up first, and then I'll give my favorite. <clears throat> okay. Uh, two runners up. Number one uh, would be Black Mirror. Yes, you were um, a big fan of this show. It's a f- show that I've been following since it came out on BBC. Uh, yeah. Something I've been watching as it's come, and good lord, has it just been an amazing show from the ground up. Yeah, um, I've, I've had a lot of friends tell me to watch you, this you show, need to watch but be prepared to mentally be fucked sometimes. Yes, yeah. it is not a show you can binge. Yes. If you try to binge it, you will have a very bad time. <laughs> it sounds like mushrooms. <laughs> You'll be in a mentally bad place by the end of it. Uh, yeah, um, it's... Uh, I, I've been watching it too. What you told is me this, that my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to watch it a few times, Shane, and I yes. finally dived in. Man, am I glad I did. Yeah. 
Um, third season uh, was picked up by Netflix. Yes. yes. Um, As and Netflix is great uh, upon yeah. doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy they did. Uh, they kept these same creators on board. Good. Um, they did Americanize a good bit of it yeah. uh, versus getting away from the UK aspect, which I understand. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, a Netflix audience, which is mainly a US audience. So I totally yeah. understand why they would do that. But they kept a lot of the feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was very important. They mm-hmm. didn't. It didn't feel like a different show. It felt like Black Mirror, just more of it. Yeah. Now, did you watch the first two seasons before you watched the third, or yes. did you? Oh, yes. Okay. I've, so you I've were watched, in tune with it. I've watched Black Mirror since it's been coming out. Okay. Like I've been following it as it's yeah. come, and it's, and it, it was a year and a half, almost two years, I think, between. Yeah, it absolutely. It's it been a while. Yeah, it's between them. And then when I heard it was coming, I was like, okay, interesting. I'm excited for more. If it can maintain what Black Mirror has, and they, I think they knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, Black Mirror is an anthology show. Yes. Um, sort of like, uh, think of the Twilight Zone. Yep. Yes, that's um, often what it's referred. Yep, absolutely. But, it's, a, it's a modern day Twilight Zone is a very good way to put it. But the hook on every episode is it has to do something with technology. There's yeah, always... it's in the it's in the very near future. It's always 15 minutes into the future. Yeah. It's something that you could conceive of happening. Before long, yeah, and um, it gets uh, it gets its name because most of your electronic devices, when they are off, they show your reflection like a black mirror. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That makes sense. I did not know that. Yeah, that's like if you look into the TV right now, it's a black I mirror. I don't do that. Okay, <laughs> um, but lots of lots of good episodes. Um, Very good episodes. A few yeah. episodes that definitely capture that. Oh God, what the fuck did I just watch? I can't sleep right now. My brain is just fucked up. Is it um, the white polar bear episode or the white bear episode or whatever. Well, it's that's called? that's the first series. Not the. Ne- I'm talking about the next series specifically. Oh, you're talking about specifically specifically the, the third, third season. season. So that's what came oh, out this year. That's what's, that's what's okay. relevant to this award. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm not judging it based on the first two seasons. I haven't I haven't dived too far into. There are some season. very. Good episodes. Yes. Um, there's one very specifically that deals with video games. Yeah. And somewhat delves into the realm of VR. I. That's um, the one. That's one of the ones I watched. Good fucking lord! Did that fuck my brain up for like three days? Uh, Holy shit! I still don't think I grasp it. I need to actually <sighs> go back and watch it again. To yeah. understand. I mean, I, I hear the third season is very social media oriented. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of that. Um, I can't remember the name of the episode, but the episode with the ratings. Yeah. Voting people up and down. That's. Something that you could see happening, yeah. which is horrifying. Well, it, it happens now. I mean, with Uber and yeah. with all you these, can, like, yeah, you, you rate, rate everybody your, your based on everything. People, it was shipped, yeah. even. It's terrifying. And, like, the thing was shipped is, like, I my friend told me about this, is that if you drop below a certain rating, you get fired from shipped. Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Which is a happen. concept in that episode. It's something. Yeah, internet. I mean, uh, the the this concept of that that episode is that you rate everybody based on every interaction you have with them. Yeah. So as I would leave this podcast, I would rate each of you guys right yeah. out of five stars. It's and you'd, a good you'd show. All get zero. Um, there's also a which I think is the episode that everyone's talking about. I've heard the most about coming out of this scene this season. Uh, San Cupertino. San Cupertino. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to talk about what it is because it ruins the entire episode if we know the whole point of it. Uh, is that the '80s arcade? Yep. Okay, then I know that. it. It it kind of breaks away from the feel that you get from Black Mirror, where you think it's going to be a horrifying evil twist at the end, but this just hits you right in the feels. Yeah. By the time that episode's over, if you don't got a teary eye, then you're not human. The like that gets you so hard, man. That's mm, the great best television. part of that episode is that you do not see it coming. Right. You're you're happens. watching this like, okay, what what's the fucked up twist here at the end? And there's none. 
and then something happens, and yeah. then you cry a lot. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. Story definitely... of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Black Mirror easily knocks out of the park. I'm happy that they cool. yeah. kept that around. Uh, it, it got bumped off of my list, but I will say, yeah, I agree with you. It's a very good honorable mention. Uh, my second runner-up is a fairly new show. I'm only to its second season coming into this year. That's Adam Ruins Everything. Yes. Yes. Um, which I'm happy I finally get a chance to talk about the show. <laughs> I know you've loved this show. You've it's been telling such me a to good watch show. this show. Yep. Uh, it's such a good show. Um, this is another one that you told me to watch, and I finally broke down and welcome. did. Yeah. Um, Thanks, essentially, Shane. it's uh, Adam Conover. He's a comedian who has his own show. In the show, he's Adam, but a very hyper, hyper realistic version of himself, yes. um, who's a know-it-all and ruins topics for people that he runs into, people he has interactions with in the show. Um, it's shot like a Breaking the Fourth Wall-esque show. Um, it's not a reality show by any means, even though it's on true TV. Weird. No. But it's got a very interesting feel to it. It's hard to explain. It's yeah, really so, hard to explain. So think of it like a sitcom, but then right as they start getting into the meat of it, Adam comes in and starts saying, it starts talking to you, and then, hi, I'm Adam Conover, and this is Adam Ruins Everything, and then it just goes. And then, yeah, you break in, breaks the fourth wall, talks and then to he, you, the He's audience. talking to you, and then he's talking to the characters, and the characters are like, who are you talking to? And it's like, it's it just, the, if it wasn't what it is, and what it is is where they ruin, like, you know, the first one is they ruin diamonds, where they say how diamonds are, uh, oversaturated and saturated and they're already like you know like a whole bunch of them and they're not as rare as the people say they are but if it wasn't that the style of the show is fantastic yeah absolutely yeah i think i watch one about um like funerals and stuff like that yeah yep. adam ruins death was a yes. one of my favorite episodes even still from the first season but still one of my favorite episodes yeah. um just oh God. and it's it's really weird too because they kind of broke away from it a little bit but in the first season there was like a through storyline yeah. that yeah. you could follow, which is a really weird concept because it's not that type of show. No, but I enjoyed it. Oh, for sure. Like he he like starts liking this girl throughout the shows, and then like he eventually goes on a date with her, and it was kind of cool because like because he the, his character is such a strange character. Yeah. Like, but you're like rooting for him. You're like, yeah, go get the go get the girl. It's a show that challenges your conceptions of a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, things you yeah. take for granted every single day. All kinds of topics, like, and and not even just like the things that you would think of, like diamonds, like oh, the jewelry industry, sure. Yeah, but things like giving, like charity. He yeah. ruins charity for, and not just. And when I say ruins, I don't mean like oh, charity is bad. He more he was ruining the concept of it as you know it. Yeah, yeah. He's telling you the how things actually work, like the sides of it you don't think of, and why you think certain things. Not just that they're wrong, but also tells you why you think that it is that way. Like what caused that thought process to enter yeah, the collective yes. consciousness and what we can do to change it. Yeah, the best part of the, is that every episode he does kind of come around and say, you know, this is what's wrong with everything, but this is how we can make it better. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Especially with charity. Like he says, stop, you know, stop doing canned food drives. Just start giving, start giving money. The best thing you can do is give money. Exactly. And so like, and, and, you know, to that extent. So overall, like I, yeah, I agree with you. This is a... A great is it's like a a wake wake up sheeple kind of show but like not so tinfoil hat it's not preachy um, yeah by no any means. not at it's, all it's it's, it's a it's, lot of humor injected it, into it's it it's light-hearted enough exactly yes yeah. 
Yeah, I and I've only watched probably probably two segments: the the funeral, the death one, and mm-hmm. uh, the I think eyeglasses. Yep, uh, uh, that was part of the Adam Ruins Malls episode. Yeah, uh, and I have to say, I, I liked what I w- watched. Yeah, um, I don't really have a way to watch it right now. Fair enough. But yeah. if if I ever get a, a lot, cha- lots of stuffs on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of his like the, truth, like the, the true TV channels. Yeah. Yeah, so I definitely do want to get around to it because it does seem like a, a really interesting concept. I believe that the actually the two True TV website streams a lot of that stuff out too. Okay, that you can not stream on, for not free. Not on like Hulu or anything like that. I don't believe so. No, yeah. not from what I've seen. Not that true I've had TV. to watch it from questionable means. So I have because I have cable, but oh, I don't have I, cable. I do too. I just a lot of people don't have cable. Don't oh. hook up my cable box. True TV. Dot com. Check the website. I'm pretty sure you can stream it from there. Wait, you have a cable really box? Cool you just show. won't hook it up? Yeah. Just seems, watch it there. Seems pointless. <laughs> what? No, you're talking about... Okay, anyway. Uh, those are my two runners up. Uh, my number one show for sure for this year, Stranger Things. Um, Man. I think... I came think, out of nowhere. Um, was not something anybody expected. No. And just blew, blew everyone's away. mind. Um, I mean... It's a show that calls back to a lot of the 80s and what we think of the 80s and how it worked in our brains without feeling aged yeah yeah it's if that makes sense yeah because um, it, it the whole show takes place in the 80s but it has a very modern feel at the same time yeah because it's modern storytelling it's modern camera work it's modern storytelling it's modern everything but yeah shifted back into the 80s in a way that we haven't really seen and it's shot so beautifully it's like a made for netflix version of a super eight it's so good <laughs> sure okay yeah it's i so definitely good. see that yeah um, plus winona Ryder is still a babe <laughs> i don't know i'm not gonna agree with that i never really i think that. i think the one kid's mom the main kid's mom uh, is... Yeah, Winona Ryder. No, not no, that one. not the main kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the kid who was hiding 11. Yep. His mom's kind of a babe, actually. Uh, amazing kids, too. Like, yeah. Like, children actors Yeah, are which are so hard to come by. So hard to come in, by. In series. And the yeah. entire The entire cast, like, yeah. all of the kids were awesome in They're the show. Good. They yeah. all knocked so it good. out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, like, it was one of those things where I saw it pop up on Netflix, and I was just like, I... And normally, you know... This is the era of information. Like, right. I know everything before it happens. I did not see this coming. I did not know it was coming out. Yeah, I didn't know. Didn't, I didn't know what it was about. Yeah, you didn't know who the Duffer Brothers were. Now, no, not a clue. Now, no one will not know who the Duffer Brothers were. It was exactly. I, I think like two weeks before I saw a trailer, I was like, "That looks neat," and then forgot about it. Like, yeah, instantly. yeah. Like it just slipped right on my brain. And then I saw it pop up on Netflix. It's like, oh, let's give that a shot. Yeah. Okay, now I have to watch the rest of the series oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Once you watch that first episode, <laughs> you're like, holy fuck, this is... I got to watch it all now. Uh, yeah. Damn. I think I watched it in a weekend. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was Absolutely, a very fast yeah. watch. It and was, it was yeah. like... I Honestly, uh, I think it's the best thing since Orange is the New Black to come out on Netflix. I, I, watch Orange. I, I don't either. And I, I have, I've never got into it. I'll, I'll say that it's one of the most recent shows, probably within the past five years at least that i've actually re-watched an entire like i don't don't want to say series because it's only one season yeah so so, i mean but still i re-watched it kind of shortly after i already watched it because i liked it that much and you know what it only came out in july 
I know. It was only just in July. That was only what six months ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is one of those things that, you know, some some people say binge like the way Netflix does things by just dropping the entire season is kind of mm-hmm. kind of dumb. Some people can say that cuz you don't have that build up from week to week to week. I can tell you I'm so happy that they didn't do that with Stranger Things because oh, yeah. I would be so pissed well, off I mean, because I would be It's a different type of storytelling. Yeah. Um, the I, way it's have... designed, it's like an eight what is it, eight episodes? Uh 10? It's eight or it's either eight or I ten. Think it might be eight. I can't remember. Eight. Because because be I, I heard someone describe it to me as it's an eight-hour movie separated in chunks. And and that's kind of how it feels. Because that's how it that's how it goes out. I I haven't watched Orange Is the New Black, but it's a criticism I've heard levied against it that if it was a weekly series that was on TV week at week after week, it'd be canceled after like six episodes because no one would commit to it. Because not enough happens in each episode. Yes. Orange is the New Black, you're saying? That's what I've heard criticisms of that episode, it's, of that series for happening. But when you can binge watch it and watch the whole thing, it fits together in a for awesome sure. storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, that's the shift that I think we're seeing with Netflix, especially with Stranger Things. You, yeah. It's the, the, the way that we consume content is being create is is being thought of in the creative process of the media like they're thinking like people are going to binge watch this let's produce a binge watchable show it's one of those things where i feel like they can tell almost a movie-esque kind of like how you said it a movie-esque yeah. story yeah but they can really take their time to dive in this like the characters exactly. it's, one those, it's one of those things that to me I enjoy TV more because you learn more characters. Right. Uh, exactly. and, and they're like, I don't watch movies as much as I used to. And, and when I do, there's, there's less and less movies that I can like recall in my brain as being memorable. Sure. But there's a lot more TV shows because they're taking that time to fill it up. But when you have things like this, who are combining essentially the formats, the best of both worlds, yeah. it really plays off. And Stranger Things did it well. I do know people who didn't like this movie, including, I'm TV sorry, show. Yeah, TV show, <laughs> like Brad. Brad didn't like Stranger really? Things. No kidding. Yes. And, and I will say one of his points, if I recall correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, that uh, he was really bummed out that it focused so much on like an 80s type vibe, kind of like the thing and stuff like that. But yet the monster itself was actually CG. He thinks that it could have been done practical effects. And in fact, that's actually not just him who felt that way i had a couple co-workers it was like you know I, f- I feel like they did a lot of practical effects in this why didn't they just do the monster practical effects it doesn't feel like it would have been that hard and it took people out of it i didn't feel that way yeah no neither do i i feel like if you have the technology just use it yeah i i, I think the monster looked uh the the demi gorgon i think it yeah. looked great oh, like it's it terrifying I, I, get, I get that argument like yeah. practical effects will if done well will always look good yeah, because uh, yeah. you can go back and watch the thing, and those effects still look really fucking good. Yeah, um, but I mean, but then again, CGI is at a point where it looks great. It'll look great in a hundred years. Well, it probably that's no. I always question that because no. like ten years ago, but people were saying the exact same thing. Like this yeah. looks, it's just picture perfect. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you see like Star Wars episode one through three, when you saw them in you know when they first came out, you were like, wow, that's not bad. But you go back now, and you're like, wow, that's yeah, it's just bad. Well, that's just because episode one through three is awful. No, you know? it's not even that. It's like legitimately. This just looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like we could go on for hours about oh, for Netflix. Sure. Yeah, 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 about yeah. anything, really. Oh, Netflix. <laughs> All right. So that's your that's your number one pick. Absolutely. Okay. Best show of the year. 
Uh, let's go down the line. Uh, no, we're doing snake rules. That's snake. right. My yes. turn. Yeah, you. Okay. No, me. No. Actually, that's not how a snake works. I don't know how snakes works. Yep. Sure. Sure. Okay. It's a Ain't right it. angle snake. Go. <laughs> what are your um, shows? All right, first runner-up. You know it. You love it. Game of Thrones. Okay. Yes, I love my some Game of Thrones. Um, they had their sixth season. Yeah. Yes, their sixth season yeah. wrapped up this year, right around I want to say June, mm-hmm. July. And man, I, my fiance and I we got into the the show this year. Yeah. So we watched all of the episodes earlier this year for sure. And then we ended on the premiere of season six. So we were caught up at that point no i'm sorry on the finale of season six rather yeah and out of the entire show which is a great show the entire show that last episode i want to say i put this on there specifically for that last episode because it was just so well done so beautiful it, it was uh I, I don't you watch shane no okay yeah. big there's a big battle scene and honestly one of the best battle scenes I've, I've ever heard, seen. I've heard lots of really yeah. good things about it's that. It's so fucking good. Yes. I've heard amazing even, things. Even if you don't care about the show from a technical <laughs> standpoint, that it, that is amazing. And to watch the behind the scenes of how they did a lot of that, yeah. it's just like, It's man, crazy. It's nuts. A lot of work went into a, this. A lot of nuts. I mean, you have, uh, I don't know, is it safe to talk about it now? No. No? No. I'm not going to do it, and I'm not going to do it to Shane. All you need to know is it really good, and it was a really good season. It's a a really good show. (laughs) If it was your winner, then I could say we could dive into it, but with it being a runner-up. Yeah, considering who I picked, what I picked, this show didn't didn't make my number one. But very great final episode. I mean, from start to finish with the, you know, from the very beginning of that episode all the way to the very end. I'm seeing seeing all like the Sophie the Sophie Turner pictures yeah. of her and it just says who let the dogs out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, yes, but, the Baja men are in this episode. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> God damn it. So that's my uh, that's my first runner up. My second runner up, which will uh, you would have already heard. Yeah, we um, spoke um, of it yeah. uh, on a previous episode, uh-huh. and I, I'm really only four episodes in, but I already know that I'm gonna love this show, Westworld. Yes. Another an uh, another HBO show. Yes. Um so they're really kind of killing it this year. No, Westworld fantastic. I mean they they hooked me from the very first episode. Anthony Hopkins is again, he's great in the show. Just all around like great performances from everyone and it just it feels so genuine and like they made these uh the animatronics in the show like the it's it's where like i don't know who's who the the actors that are playing the the uh the robots actually really sell them being robots quite well i have to say just their mannerisms the way they can replicate the same movements in like definitely different scenes yeah just like a repeated scene that you see it's super super impressive and there are there are points where uh, one of like they take they take some of the robots out of the West world and they basically sit them naked in a chair so they can run analysis on the AI and they'll like they'll tell the robot wake up and the robot will wake up and it'll be panicking because like it doesn't know where it is and then it's like all right turn the emotion down to zero and then it'll instantly just go completely just stone face yeah as an actor I feel like that would be that's got to be real role. difficult but they they picked a lot of the right people for this. Absolutely. So, and it's beautifully shot. So, and, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, whole, the whole show looks looks absolutely great. Fantastic. It's definitely mm-hmm. a show I want to get into. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to talk 
a lot about my number one pick because we just did. It's it is Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Okay, very you know good. It. Yeah, that's All a right. really good show. Yeah. All right. So in my picks for uh, shows, uh, my number three runner up, uh, which is still a, a fantastic show. Yeah. I believe the first season ended earlier this year. If not, I know the second season starts this year, so it's still gonna count for me. Uh, Man in the High Castle. Sure. Yeah, and I heard all. I heard a lot of good things. This yes. is a uh, Amazon Prime Amazon show. Amazon Prime show. It's it doesn't really have a lot of big name actors. Okay. Uh, there's there's one main guy there. I can't remember his name, but he's like you see him and you know he's been in a lot of okay. shit. It's essentially. It, I know it's based off of a Philip K. Dick book, uh, Man in the High Castle. It's about if uh, Germany had won World War II, right. and essentially America split in half. Well, I should say in the thirds more or less. One part of it is uh, the Pacific states controlled by, uh, you know, like Japan and stuff like that. Okay. The other one, I can't, it's uh, ruled by Germany, and in the middle there's essentially uh, the Badlands. You could say it's the neutral zone, as they call it, mm-hmm. uh, which is controlled by nobody. Right. Um, gotcha. So you kind of have that. And it's all playing against, uh, you know, they've been finding these film reels uh, that kind of show that um, uh, uh, the U.S. winning the war instead of losing. Okay. And the whole premise is kind of like, what is this about? It actually gets way, 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 way deeper than that later yeah. on in the first season. Sure. So it's definitely worth a watch. Great acting, uh, great yeah. story, beautifully shot once again. And it's like, as in the Amazon Prime show, I feel like they put a lot of money and a lot of time invested. Uh, they invested a lot of that into the show. Okay. I also believe uh, Ridley Scott is a producer on this, so that probably helps a lot. Yeah. Of course. Um, so he probably put a lot of backing into this, but it's a really done show. Really done show. It's a really done it's show. It's done. It's over. It's a, it's a done show. It's a wrap. <laughs> um, but no, season two starts up I either this week or next week, and I'm super pumped. I'm gonna, the sad thing is I'm going to watch it in like a couple days, and then I'm going to have to wait till like next December to see so it. So do they, they drop everything all at once on Amazon Prime too? I think so, yes. Okay. I'm, pretty, so, I'm yeah. pretty sure they do. They they do that with like transparent and stuff like that. Okay. My yeah. number one, uh, I jumping again are you drunk yep absolutely <laughs> this critter list is amazing um <laughs> my number two show is also andy number two is westworld yep mm-hmm. i'm even less episodes in and it already made my list yeah sure that's how much i like this show as a new show for this year i think i went in, in to our spreadsheet yeah after i watched the first episode and i changed one of my picks yeah. from whatever it was before to westworld to, uh, yeah so, that's that's how good it is so 100 percent solid show you should watch it you might not think it's the best show on earth like probably some of us do uh you know i don't think it's the best show no, on no, earth it's definitely not the best show on earth uh but it, it's a really great show yeah. please check it out it's worth a watch watch the first episode exactly one thing i forgot to mention you're gay yeah okay no great. the uh um, next the guy <laughs> that the guy that anthony hopkins sits with like in the back of that one room and he drinks with him yeah the way that he moves oh very animate yes yeah, so i don't good. know if that's like done digitally like i don't know if that's done digitally or if that's like done in post yeah. but it's really it's cool re- looking really There's, cool. he basically sits and he drinks with one of the robots from like the first generation of these okay. westerns and his movements are very like robotic like from point a to point b stop 
rotate point A to point B, but it's like it's like one bam, bam, bam. And yeah, like it's one really it's really well done, other. and it's it looks really cool. There's just hmm. a lot of impressive things in yeah. that show. A lot of a lot of really a good little, visuals. Little nuances, you know. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And, and what's your number one pick, Nick? The number one pick, I think everybody can guess because <laughs> we we don't even have to argue about this one. No, it's Stranger Things. It's a yeah. really good show. Yes, it's so good. I watched it twice in like a month's time. I yeah. really just love the feel of this show. It just had such a wonderful feel. The only thing I think it could have benefited from is being released in October because it felt like a fall-like show to me. Sure, I could see that. Yeah, um, I mean, it was near the end of July, July almost. Yeah, so, sure. so like it was kind of like wrote like going into fall. I guess, I guess, but still, I'm just saying the overall feel of it sure. in the show was like July. I mean, they were outside riding bikes. Yeah, I guess. Well, I yeah, can ride a bike right now if I want to. I'm just gonna be freezing my ass off. So, <laughs> I uh, think I really think this is a no contest. Yeah, no contest. It is Stranger Things. Our well, let's 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 verify. Yeah. On three, what's your vote, everybody? Ready? One, two, three. Sketchy Water nonsense. Nonsense. God damn it. <laughs> It's Wait, abs- what'd you say? Sketchy nonsense. <laughs> we're the best show. Yeah, we're the best show. I think. Um, yeah, hands uh. down. Stranger Things is sketchy nonsense's number one. Yes, TV best show of 2016. Streamable show of 2016. It's official. Seal it. Get one of those sketchies out to them. Get the sketchies. Get the sketchies. sketchies. The sketchies. It's literally drawn on a paper plate because we ran out of paper. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's just carved into a styrofoam plate. All right. And uh, what? You're going to hit us up with your custom? Okay. That does it for best show. Um, I'm going to go first with the custom award that we're yeah. giving out. This is shit that we've made up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with This is uh, best game that you haven't heard of. Perfect. Um, it's a fairly recent edition. Uh, something that I didn't think about until probably two weeks ago. Came out not too long ago called Thumper. Ooh. I um, have heard of this. You talked about it on a previous podcast. Shut up. So I <laughs> with the order of these podcasts being released. I don't think you can call it the best game you haven't heard best of. Best game Nick hasn't heard of. He was here. In you fairness, the audience. In fairness, <laughs> they I was heard it too. I was Our listeners piss. heard it. Well, they might have skipped it. Yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> Regardless, this is the part here, where I talk about it. Uh, it's a game that's come out on PS4 and PC. Is it in VR? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick. I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. <laughs> I want you to know it wasn't me. <laughs> you done? Yeah. I, I, I think so. <laughs> Bumper. Uh, for <laughs> PS4 and PC. You're terrible. Uh, by developer Drool. Drool. Did you say Drool? Drool. That's okay. the name of the developer. Spelt like I think it is? Yep, exactly. D-R-U-E-L-E-Y. If you know how to spell, it's spelled the way you think it is. One of their first major games, they describe it as a rhythm violence game. Ooh. Kind of like my, kind of like me masturbating. Yeah. It's a rhythm violence masturbation? Yeah. One, two, three, punch! One, essentially, two, punch. essentially, it is a rhythm game. Um, you're what looks to be a beetle of some sort flying down a track at very fast speeds. We talking about the insect or the band? The insect. Okay. Or the car. <laughs> the insect. Okay. And it's it's very simple. It's X to hit targets as they come, and then steering. You said simple. 
Yeah. I heard simple, and I almost asked you what that word is. I heard simple. Simple. But the... Like, I totally understand what they mean when they say rhythm violence because everything comes at you very fast. And there are parts where it's you're jumping and you're, like, you're hitting targets and things are flying out at you very violently. Okay. And then there are curves in the track which you have to turn and hit X at the same time to left and right. But you were just slamming into the fucking targets. And really? Like you feel it. And like, especially when playing in VR, which this is part of the PlayStation VR lineup. You could play this in VR. Really? And you feel it like it's you're flying down this track and you are hitting those corners so real hard so this game isn't only for vr correct you can play it out of vr as well okay yeah okay. you can just play it normal also on pc through steam you can pick it up as well gotcha. um, just a really fucking cool do you game. know how much it costs i believe it's 20 bucks yeah it's not bad not bad it's not a bad price yeah um it's a very cool game um very cool. punishing too um you get hit twice and you die if you start level over wow. by getting hit i mean you miss a target basically yeah. oh wow so it's pretty punishing the time the timing for the notes is also pretty small okay the timing window it's a game that it, you feel very anxious playing because a lot of stuff is happening and it's happening very fast yeah and there's really cool it's hard to it's hard to describe without seeing it but very ornate patterns like happening around you as you're flying so it's a really cool visual trip as you're playing this very intense game. Cool. And it is rhythm-based, so the notes are timing to the music that's hitting. It's it's a damn cool game, um, which you should all play. Yeah. So everybody Absolutely. go check it out. Thumper. Uh, Thumper, best game you haven't heard of. By the studio cool. Drool. So Thank you. Congratulations, Drool. Your Thanks. cash prize will be in the mail. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on your first sketchy. Yeah, you got yeah. your sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Thanks, Shane. Yeah. You're welcome. I believe next category. Best podcast. Best podcast. Podcast. All right. So clearly I don't know how a snake works. Oh, am I going? That means you're going that means you go first. The snake's eating his own tail. It goes from one end to the other end and back. Oh, yeah. I don't like these rules. You like picked it. I you know, literally I, did. I should have said zigzag. I thought snakes zigzag. Go next. You're not. Go. Okay, you got it. You got it. All right, so my best podcast. All right, so my number three best podcast of 2016 is, to listen to is Spontaneous Nation, okay. which is a tongue uh, twister. Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, Spontaneous <laughs> Nation with uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Okay. Uh, he's really big on the Earwolf Network. Right. And uh, I, I like listening to his show a lot he's great on all the podcasts he's on this is his own podcast uh what he does on this podcast is um he invites a guest on there and usually the first half is him talking to the guests kind of getting to know him on a personal basis Mm -hmm. and usually the question that he starts out with is given to them by the previous guest so it's the previous guest ask a question. He asks the new guest that question, and then they they start a freeform conversation based on that. It's all scored live by some guy on piano uh, to match the mood and tone. Live, live to tape. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yes. That's like, crazy. Like while it's going on, this guy's playing right. piano the whole time. Huh. Uh, oh wow! So, the, so they do the the first half, and then the second half, they also do an improv scene with like two other people that come on the show, uh, along with Paul F. Tompkins and the main host, also scored live by the piano guy. And they have uh, like a little box that they can all touch in the middle, and uh, one button is green um, for going into the future. One is uh to go into the past and one is to switch perspective to another person's uh character 
Hmm. And it kind of can go back and forth. And the second half is an improv directed from the last host. Is this uh, is this an audio podcast or a video podcast? Audio. Strictly audio. Okay. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> it's an audio podcast, and uh, it's the place that the, the improv takes place in is also given to them by the previous guest, like in a whale's belly or something like that. And they just kind of go. Like, Interesting. It's full improv at its best. It's really, really good. It sounds great. Uh, it. I will say some episodes can be hit or miss because just like any improv, you can go good or bad with it. Of right. course. It can end up really positive or not so great. But it's definitely worth a listen. We'll and have to check that out. And I listen to it on a weekly basis. Every week is a new episode, and it's a lot of fun. Paul F. Tompkins is so good. Yeah. My number two is actually a friend of ours podcast uh-huh. uh, that I really love listening to because I love the premise. We've talked about him. We've had one of the guests on the podcast, uh, Bradley Jones. And uh, it's what we remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I have a lot of fun with this. If they didn't exist, I probably would have had uh, How Did This Get Made? But this is a very good podcast. It's about three guys who talk about a movie they haven't seen in a very, very long time. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the first half, they talk about movies that they've seen, but they don't. They kind of remember and yeah. they reminisce and they try to piece it together, usually from start to finish. Yeah, right. Um, and then they take a quick break and they watch the movie and then they come back and they talk about what they got wrong, what actually happened, stuff like that. And you know, like, it, did the movie hold up? Exactly. And it's a really solid podcast. Absolutely. And, and not just because we know them, but honest, yeah, of course honest to goodness, I actually really do love the premise and I love the podcast. Yeah, yeah res- irrespective of whether we've talked to them or not, it's... It's just a good show. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think Very one of us said at one point, "I wish we would have come up with." Oh, hundred percent! <laughs> such a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all said it's it. such a simple idea, yeah. yet it works so yeah. well. And in, in fact, I had a, uh, a coworker today today uh, <laughs> listen to one of our podcasts and said. All of a sudden, another podcast started up, and he quoted the, a line from one of the openers of their podcast, and he's like, what is this? Apparently, it just started what we remember on him, even huh. though he's not like subscribed to them or anything. Interesting. Like, after our podcast, it just randomly started playing theirs. It's interesting. And he's like, this kind of sounds like a funny podcast. I was like, it is a funny podcast. This yeah. is the premise. He's like, actually, that's a really brilliant premise. Right. I was like, I know. Give it a listen. So hopefully you guys get a little a little bit more listens. Not like they need it. That's what we remember. Give it a listen. What we remember. Yes, please. You can find them on SoundCloud, iTunes. Yep, they're yep. on iTunes. They're on iTunes. Yep, all that fun stuff. And my number one podcast, ever since last year I found out about them, I've been listening to them like religiously on Monday. And usually Fridays here and there, they'll release an episode as well. Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Also on Earwolf, uh, like Spontaneous Nation, uh, hosted by Scott Aukerman. And it's just a fucking blast, like 90% of the time. There are some episodes in there that aren't so great, but essentially it's uh, him having guests on, and most of them are doing personalities, and it's usually all improv, and it usually is always funny. And I find myself laughing out loud a ton to this show it is such a great show and uh lifts up my day whenever i'm listening to it so uh wasn't isn't reggie watts part of comedy bang bang uh we're that's the they have a tv show as well okay uh, it was on ifc which is also streaming on netflix the first couple seasons the show actually just ended like last week they did their final show and i think it was like 
their 100th episode, maybe hmm. something like that. Okay. But the show's ended. You can still watch it. It's still real funny, but the podcast is where my heart lies with. I watched a few episodes of the show and it's okay. I like it. It, it gives me a chuckle, but uh, the, some of the characters on there are just so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and they have people like Jason Manzukis on it and he's hilarious. So give it a listen. Those are my picks. It's the show that I've heard listened to on and off over quite a bit of time. It's nothing it's not something I've ever stuck with. Yeah. I've always found myself like going through spurts of like, oh, it's in like five episodes and then yeah. I just won't listen to it for a while and come back to it. Mm. But I've always liked what I've heard. Um it's it is a very funny show for sure. I know like doing road trips and stuff we'd always put on a podcast. Yeah. Like it's always one that we usually listen to and it's always a good time. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're just starting off the one uh the podcast I can tell you from them to really check out are the Halloween episodes. Every every Halloween they do almost the the same people on for for their Halloween episode and it's called uh the Suicide House episodes and it's just fucking hilarious. They do something called they sing the the monster fuck in almost every episode. It is such good podcasting. And it's like five episodes for for like the past five years. They've always done a Halloween okay. episodes with most of the same people and they're top notch. It's so, literally the funniest podcast I've ever heard. I've probably listened to each Halloween episode at least five times. Really? Oh, wow. At least. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard any of those. So I'll have to go back. So check it. Yeah. I'll have good. to check it out. Yep. Nice. Okay. Nice. Thank All you. All right. Where's the snake head in? Yeah. Snake head is <laughs> down the line. I have so. the snake head. <laughs> so I'm not actually too huge into podcasts. Um, I'll listen to them sometimes at work, sometimes on my ride out. home. I'm not too huge You're enough on listening a to that. I know. Get the fuck and, out. To be fair, the, the the podcast I listen to the most is our own to, to quality check. <laughs> <laughs> so, But no, I did, I did come up with a list. I did have a few. And I'm actually going to reorder them right now because I, I, I wrote them down in just kind of like in any order as they came to me. Okay. Um, but that's not how I wanted them. So my first, my first runner up is going to be from former WWE wrestler Ryback. Yeah. Uh, he had a podcast come out called conversations with the big guy. Very interesting podcast. If you're into wrestling, which you know that we are, it kind of, he talks about, he sits with Pat Buck, which is another wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, he's more into like the, I think he's in, he's, uh, his publicist. Or something like that. He gets him, he gets him the matches. Yeah. He gets Ryback agent, the maybe. agent. Yes, thank sure. you. He basically just sits down with Pat Buck and they drink some wine and be, drink some beers and they talk about their life because those two kind of came up together through WWE. And uh, it's really interesting to hear some of these stories that Ryback has yeah. about. I mean, even before he was in WWE, some of the stories he had as a waiter, as a, I said a waitress, a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> the stories he had as a waiter, as a bouncer, and some stuff like that. His stories coming up through developmental and wwe yeah um they these two have really good they have really good chemistry and um it's just uh it's just a good listen uh, if you like wrestling it's definitely something to check out yeah it, it's definitely a solid podcast i'll say some of the uh, episodes run a little off the track because they just get real hammered yeah because <laughs> um, he, he even says they do like four of them in a night oh. yeah, they and legit, you can kind of tell they legitimately apologize on like the fifth episode for being so drunk that you might not understand some of the things they were saying. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, you can. It's a great podcast. A lot of really interesting stories. A lot of characters from like uh, wrestling that 
uh, you, you'll even see on today, you know, that they're talking about yeah. Uh, yeah. that you wouldn't think would happen. But it, it is a really kind of a cool look at the progression of Ryback. Even if you don't like the character of Ryback as as a story, it, he's got some pretty good ones. So yeah. Solid listen. Yeah. Awesome. He's pretty funny sometimes, too. You can find it on Audio Boom. Yeah. I think that's where they host mostly. Yeah. Okay. Um, next runner up, uh, we already talked about it. Our friends over at What We Remember. Yeah. Um, again, great premise. Like we said, we wish we'd have thought about it. Right. <laughs> but they're my second runner up. And my pick for number one podcast, I know none of you know what this is. It is the Auntie Donna podcast. I've heard of it, I no. feel like. So Auntie Donna is a comedy sketch group from Australia. Okay. And their sketches, they used to, they're on YouTube. So they used to just be random sketches they would come up with. And it is just fucking nonsense, mostly. But in the last year, they came out with a series called 1999, Mm -hmm. where it takes place in like an office. In, in 1999. 1999. Yeah. yeah. And so, sure. but like they over embellish the, the 90s yeah. things, it, like where they'll be like, oh, I'll play it on my floppy disk. And like they're like showing floppy disks <laughs> around. And it's like being like over embellished 90s stuff. Is it stuff. a video podcast? The, this is, I'm talking about their YouTube channel oh, okay. here. Um, but their podcast, so it's the same guys, but they just get basically get into a room and it has less cohesion than we do. Oh, that's impressive. It's just utter fucking nonsense. Yeah. It's just a half hour of them just being, I I can't even like, I want to describe it as something, but I can't. Interesting. Because they just go, they just start it. Like it doesn't have a, it doesn't have like a theme song or anything. It just starts and they're just going. Yeah. And then they just start, like, they just, like, at one point, they just start, like, just talking about, oh, we have our first caller. And they, like, they make up these characters that are calling in to a pre recorded podcast. And, like, <laughs> it's just, it, it it's absolute chaos. But it's fucking hilarious. I mean, like, these guys are so funny. And it's, I, from what I can tell, it is all improv. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to give it a listen. I'm. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard of I feel it like I've heard of it. Um, I, I. You probably heard me talk about it, and yeah. I've probably played a few Auntie Donna videos for you guys. But it. It is very not well. Like they don't. T- like at the end of our podcast, we talk about you know, hey, send us an email, blah 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 blah. They don't do any of that. They don't do any promotion for this. They just get on. They're just like, yeah, this is the Auntie Donna podcast. We're doing some like, and they just they're just going. They don't even. I don't even think they introduce themselves. They just go. Yeah. Weird. If you do, if you do pick an episode to watch, uh, they have guests on their show usually, and most of the time they are comedians from Australia, so they're Australian comedians. There is an episode with Australian comedian Demi Lardner, which is hands down probably their funniest episode. Okay. And like I said, there's no chronological order, so I honestly I'd say just go watch the episode with Demi Lardner, and it's it's chaos. It's hilarious. Okay. Very good. Over to me. Snake. This guy. I'm a snake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God damn. All right. My first two runners up. Runner up number one is going to be the Giant Bombcast, a podcast I've been following since it's come out. Yep. Founded by Ryan Davis and Jeff Gersman from mm-hmm. former GameStop. Uh, brought aboard. GameStop? GameSpot. GameSpot. Uh, the biggest video game website in the world. Formerly um, the biggest video game city. A very, very public falling out led to Jeff Gersman and Ryan Davis and Brad Shoemaker and Vinny Calavrella and Alex Navarro all leaving. Yes. Ryan and Jeff founded a new website, Giant Bomb. 
Mm-hmm. Brought aboard Brad and Vinny. Not Alex. He went off into something else. Yeah. But he came back. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, just it's it's a concept that I fully respect and is the reason why I have followed these guys so closely for so long. They 100% are themselves. Yeah. They're, like, genu- they're very genuine. They're very genuine people. They always have been from the get-go. They're guys that want to have... They've, they basically took what GameStop... Game, GameStop... GameSpot was doing, let's review every game, let's put up a thousand trailers, let's talk about everything all the time forever. Yeah. And basically just said, let's talk about shit we want to talk about. But it was like less, it's not like, oh, you know, IGN is going to kind of slip us. Like, I'm hey, Mickey. give us, you know, give us, a, or not IGN, but like game publishers, like, hey, give us a good review on this podcast. Because I feel like a lot of, like, Game Informer gets bought out. Like, well, there's talks game, about that. Game Informer is owned by GameStop, so that's... GameSpot? GameStop oh, owns okay. Game Informer. <laughs> you were that mixing, was, I was, I was right mixing on that them one. up. But... I was right on that one. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean, where, like, it feels so, like, like oh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is the best Call of Duty since it, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. It's something that it, it feels like a lot of games journalism has turned into where the publishers use them as advertising. Exactly. Um, and that's something that I respect Giant Bomb for is because you don't get that. No, they'll, yeah. they'll come out and they'll be like, eh, this game's okay. It's just a group of dudes who talk about shit they like. Yeah, and it's got a really good format. I mean, like, they usually start by just talking shit, like, just random stuff. They get into, hey, what are you playing? Like, what are you playing right yeah, now? Yeah, what are you playing right like, now? Like, that's how... The, um, that's how uh... stuff that's happening in their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first half hour, 45 minutes of the podcast won't even be about fucking video games. No. I think the one I was listening to, it was Drew Scanlon, and he was talking about how he goes jogging every morning. Yeah. He's, 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 Drew has uh, recently started getting his pilot's license. Really? So he's talking about flying and how, how <laughs> I haven't that listened works. to it in a while. <laughs> it's, it's such a good show. It, it's yeah. guys, it, they're, they were one of the first websites to really get into this idea of personality driven websites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because GameSpot and IGN kind of before that was just, we are this website. Yeah. Here's the content. Don't IGN. worry about. Don't IGN gives it. it an eight out of ten. Exactly. This Don't worry is more about who like wrote it. you know, Brad gives it a seven out of ten, but Jeff gives it maybe a nine. Well, they have a five point scale, but it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. God damn it! <laughs> you knew what I meant. And that's something too. Uh, Jeff Gersman being the editor in chief, the guy who runs everything right now. That's something that he's always talked about too. Is like, I I want to get to a point where I give a two star review, and you're like, that's exactly. He gave it a two. That's a game I need to play. Just because you know their personalities and yeah. what they want and what they yeah. are about. And so they his, do that. his two has more weight than, you know, someone else's two. Right, exactly. And just kind of knowing their play style. They're very, and that's, and okay. the shows are hilarious. Like, they're yeah. always oh, very yeah. funny. Um, they know how to play off each other very well. Yeah. Um, they always get the dumbest emails and they always just go as hard as they can into them. There's been a three, four year long debate over bat versus knife uh, that's still ongoing. I don't know what that is. One guy has a bat, one guy has a knife. Who wins and why? Oh, I, I don't want to get into this if it's exactly it's a it's a multi year debate that's been yeah, going on. That's funny. Yeah. Their um, uh, their game of the year deliberations are, are always the best. I love like those a, things. It's like a week long of podcasts, and they talk about game of the year. They talk about the game that has the best style. <laughs> they always they have great <laughs> awards. And what I've always liked about them is 
kind of what we're doing here. They always deliberate live, uh, but yeah. they they go hardcore because they will. Oh yeah, it's almost like, come to blows in how passionate they get about their picks, and, and it, it takes where things forever. Ends up. It's like yeah. five three hour podcasts over a week long. And the game of the year podcast, it's an ep- it's an episode where they pick ten games and order them in a list. Yeah, that's usually about a four to five hour podcast. Itself. But it's like, but it's not only it's like it's not the normal guys. They have. It's the entire crew. More people. So it's like 10 people trying to come up with a best 10 games so of the year. So good. It's crazy. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, some of the the best games coverage out there, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Because it's guys that you can 100% trust. You're getting their genuine opinions across the board, and you know that you are. And it's guys that are personable. Like, it's guys you would want to talk to. Yeah. I can and understand that's, why that's in your top. The great show. I love it across the board, for sure. I always have. Always will. Cool. What's next? Uh, up next... Is going to be Cognitive Dissonance, a very difficult to say show. Um, one that I've been following for about a year and a half, I'd say. Um, yeah. But a show that always entertains me. Uh, two guys, Tom and Cecil, they talk about basically current events. Okay. In a as well as like atheism and what have you. I'm trying to remember the credo <laughs> that they say at the beginning of every episode. And it's blanking on me. Is it just we are atheists? No. Are... Hail Satan. Uh, drink yeah, the yeah. blood of children. Okay, it's not coming to me. It doesn't matter. Fuck you. Go look it up. Anyway, it's it's two guys that are they're very funny. Uh, they project as much humor as they can to every topic they talk about, even when it's very serious things. Very liberal leaning, very anti-religion for sure. But they have a very funny spin on a lot of the stuff they do. They're very good about just kind of riffing on certain topics and making fun of politicians or religious leaders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In a way that's both personable as well as informative, kind of at the same time. Cool. Um, they. I, don't know how the fuck it happened like i was listening to every episode and somehow it just came to be that their catchphrase not their catchphrase but like their i don't know how you would phrase it like their calling card i guess sign off no it's not a sign off it's like a it's like a thing that listeners will say to like that's a catchphrase it's not really a catchphrase i guess well they do it i mean like i i mean they do it on dave and chuck like when people call in on dave and chuck they'll say penis that's I guess. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, or they'll um, say like stuff like support command or ripcord. I don't know what that means. Well, ripcord comes from a story where somebody ripped anal beads out of someone's ass. <sighs> like a like a ripcord, you know? There's and support an, command is just support command, you know? Theirs ended up becoming glory hole. Glory hole? Glory hole. Okay. Um, which, uh, it sounds dumb out of context, but it's great. Very funny show. They have segments throughout the series, too, with... Like anytime they talk about something relating to Islam or Muslims, they have they play the Islamic call to prayer, mm. but generally done in a very specific twist or ways. Like it'll start, it's like Islamic speech. Yeah. Okay. And then like it just turns into like the the George of the Jungle yell, yeah, <laughs> and then like it like comes back in at the end of the finish. It's dumb but fucking hilarious at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's they're they're really funny guys. It's it's a show I recommend checking out. Even if if that's something that you're into, I know not everyone's into politics, not everyone's into religion. I totally get that. I am. Uh, yeah. So to me, it's a good show that I like a lot. That relates to a lot of the shit I'm interested in and gives me a good reason to listen to it without making me angry all the time. It gives yeah. me a way to kind of laugh at current events. For sure. Okay. All right. Cool. What's your number one? Number one, my personal podcast of the year, Podswoggle. I... I'm going to assume that has to do with Hornswoggle. Yeah. <laughs> That's it... where they got the name for this show um, based upon Hornswoggle. They all kind of hate the name, but they're stuck with it. Wait, so is, it, is it Hornswoggle? It. That's what they're... It's not... It has nothing to do with Hornswoggle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's just where they got the name from. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's fine. I thought it was like Hornswoggle's podcast. No, yeah. not at all. It's four scores. Hockey, which five guys, <laughs> five guys, mostly based out of Chicago. They've kind of all moved away and kind of started living their own lives, but they still do the same show together uh, about wrestling. It's a wrestling podcast. No yeah. way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I hate those. <laughs> It's it's a show that I think we have a decent amount in common with. Uh, just kind of a group of friends bullshitting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a very funny show. They somewhat talk about of current events very occasionally. Okay. Kind of like us. Kind of like us. Uh, they do a lot of games on the show. Kind of like us. No, we don't play. We don't play games. Not like them. They we, do. We have a points game. That's <laughs> different. Like when I say games, I mean it's like trivia based games. Okay. Like on the show, um, like you guys want to start doing uh, trivia. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that before yeah. I came over here. We should oh, start great, doing trivia-based games. All right, fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite games that they do is Sex FL. Ooh. Um, basically, they found a Tumblr that is wrestling sex confessions. Oh. It's people posting sex confessions about different wrestlers. Okay. Weird. And the whole point is that you have to look at the picture while one person reads, and if that person laughs, they get a strike. If you laugh you get a strike okay and last person standing wins that's kind of funny. and it's fucking hilarious i can get behind that surprisingly a lot of them are from women's point of views so it's about <laughs> i want dean ambrose to tie me down and fuck me super hard well allegedly <laughs> from a woman's point of view it doesn't matter it's yeah. still funny um <laughs> they do tons of fun stuff like that they also started doing the rumbling bumbling stumbling um which is where they record themselves doing the royal rumble drinking game live oh okay so they watch a Royal Rumble and talk about it as it happens, and then by the end of it, get super fucking drunk, and it's just a hilarious ride the whole time. You know what I think we should do? <laughs> we should watch the Royal Rumble live, <laughs> yeah, and then do the drinking game, oh, yeah, God and then it. record it for sure. God okay. damn it, we don't need to just steal all of their shit. <laughs> no, but seriously, that sounds like a really good idea. Let's do a shout out yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Great. Yeah. We stole, um, we stole your ideas. <laughs> very funny show. I can't recommend it enough. Cool. It's a really good I show. I want to check that out. I, I recommend will it. check that if, out. Uh, they, also, this is the second year they did Pod Slam. Um, it's a podcast fundraiser that they do in Chicago with other Chicago area podcasts. We're Chicago area podcasts. No, we're not. We're in Detroit, but no. thank you. <laughs> um, but they, it's all a fundraiser for Connor's Care, which is the charity WWE started for pediatric cancer. Yes. And all of, all the proceeds go towards that charity. Very cool. So something really respectable that they do as well to raise money for a really good cause while being hilarious at the same time. You guys want to move to Chicago? God damn it. <laughs> you want to cure Connor? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. We'll cure him. We'll go one step further. We'll bring him back. <laughs> really good show. We're bringing it back. Can't recommend it enough. Um, it's just getting started. Very funny show. <laughs> it is. I'm, not, I'm telling you. Yeah. All, All right, right, guys. We have three different shows. We are very spread out. We got to pick yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, really? I, I know it's not going to be my number one because you guys have never heard of it. I don't... All of our number ones, you guys, like everybody else doesn't listen to really. Right. Do we, do we go by popular vote unlike the American people? No. You think it's, we choose. We choose. We have to choose. Oof. Golly. I want to say it's going to go to, I don't know. I want to say the closest thing that we've all listened to is what we remember. I would feel weird if we pick one that isn't a number one in my head that feels weird even though we we all don't have the same number one our, but our correct so our number one is the anti donna podcast you guys don't know what that is sure. comedy bang bang sure i don't know what that is you listened to it a while ago sure 
and Podswoggle, neither of us have listened to it. Yeah. So I don't think we can come to a consensus on that. I'm willing to say the Auntie Donna podcast because it sounds like a lot of fun. I'd be willing to say Comedy Bang Bang. Because it is a show that I've listened to before, and I know that it's a fun time. Yeah, I, I love it. Do you want to make an impassioned speech for yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just... I don't know. I but like the thing the thing with comedy bang bang is yeah. that you it's it's improvised. Yes. But they have I want to say they probably have some sort of structure to the improvisation. Ish. No, Not they kind of really. they kind of just go like wherever the conversation takes them. It's and, very and they usually form. catch themselves like making big flaws in their own stories <laughs> and then having to go with it. Right, but it's like improv rules, you can't but it take has, it back. But right. it has a story. Like there's like they like kind of go in a direction and they go with it. Not, they kind of just talk and that's just what happens. You they know follow I mean? the flow of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. It's Not directed. This this there's no flow of conversation with this there is no real anything it's it's just like oh we were talking about this one second ago and now we're talking about something completely different and like i think one episode they're just like how do you think about the number of suicides in the frog community and the person calling in is mr toad and then they go off of that which sounds retarded <laughs> because it is but it's funny the way they do it i don't know i i'm not gonna that's all i'm gonna say about it it's it's one of those I, I guess I you know I, I'm actually gonna concede I'm gonna go with comedy bang bang because the anti Donna podcast is something that you have to listen to to get what I'm talking about if you don't listen to it 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 just sounds like utter gibberish it sounds like madness yeah it's honestly it's got to be the funny like there have been times where I've been listening to it at my desk at work yeah and the person next to me is just like what the fuck are you laughing at yeah you're just sitting at your desk looking at the ceiling laughing i do that a lot at my work actually so that's not that weird <laughs> but all right yeah i'll i'll say you're willing to concede all right so what i'm, I'm gonna, gonna go I'll, i'm gonna send you a link to one of my most favorite uh episodes of comedy bang bang uh featuring uh thomas middleditch uh who's a really hilarious comedian uh who played uh turd dunkleweed uh, okay. And, <laughs> and, uh, Sounds like a character you would come up oh with. Oh my god, he is so fucking funny. Uh, I'm gonna send you that link. Okay. And, and I'm gonna I'll post it in the description below. And yes. I I it actually got my because they do a best of every year, which okay. is like four three hour long podcasts. Oh wow. Uh, playing all the best of segments that people vote for. That was my number one on there. So I'll okay. I'll, okay. I'll send you uh, your Uncle Wheat, and that one was just a fucking boatload of fun, and it was so great. So. We okay. have uh, we have come to an agreement. Yeah, it's comedy, comedy bang, bang, bang. bang bang for 2016 comedy. podcast uh, of the year by Sketchy Nonsense, and we're gonna take a quick break. Hey everyone, you know we've had a great year so far. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of discussions. And sure as hell, I've had a lot of beer. And we're really excited to see what 2017 brings. Not just for us, but for everyone. And for us to go into this, we need your help. Patreon.com slash sketchy nonsense. A whole bunch of new goodies on there. Ways for you guys to uh, interact with us. Say pick out of the beer for our next show 
want us to try this uh, microbrewery you have from your town? Sure, absolutely. Want to make us drink Bud Light Lime? Why not? So uh, hop on over to patreon.com slash sketchy nonsense. And every little bit goes a long way. And we're really excited to see what we got in store for you in 2017. So stick around for some more sketchy nonsense. All right, and we're back. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yep, we're back. A dinosaur story. All right, and before we get to our next group topic, we have a custom category from Andy. So my category that I created is the Take My Money Award. Mm. It's something that I thought of where I just could not stop buying. And I'm kind of cheap when it comes to... Uh, spending money sure. on damn near everything. Right. <laughs> but this Halloween, when Overwatch came out with their <laughs> fucking skins, within a week, I spent, it's not a lot, but I spent $20 Whew. on crates, on loot crates. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That, uh, and it got me 22 crates, and I did not get the skins that I wanted. Ugh. But if I had... If I had more money to waste on it, I, w- I would have done it. So <laughs> They took your money. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't say that I've spent any money on the loot crates yet. I have, have you I haven't seen, yet. Have you seen the Christmas skins? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't logged on to the Christmas ones. Okay, so, yeah, go look at the Christmas skins and then t- come back. Is there a sexy uh, fucking Mercy one on there? Uh, May's got a skin. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> May's my bitch. And so does Torbjorn. Yeah, <laughs> He's got a Santa one. Uh, well, of course, yeah. What else is he gonna have? <laughs> and so does uh, Tracer. Tracer's got one too. There's yeah. like, there's like ten of them. Uh, I, Just I, go I, look. I, I gotta check it out. I haven't booted it up since they started the uh, Christmas thing. Is there uh, something like uh, Doctor Junkenstein's Revenge? Yeah, it's a uh, snowman or something. It's shit, May, It's a maze snowball fight or something Ooh. like that. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I just downloaded the update when I got home, but it looks cool. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to start it as soon as you guys leave. But, uh, yeah, the Take My Money Award goes to Overwatch Loot Crates. Sounds great. Very good. I, I like that. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, to be honest. With yeah. You. We're going to get into our next main topic, Best Album. Yeah. And this really is going to be a deliberation between Nick and I. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the only thing that Shane has on his list... I don't know what you're talking about. ...is Corey Feldman, Angelic to the Core, Angelic Funadelic. That's great. It's a great. Is that album. literally the whole uh, yeah. album name? Yep. Yeah, that was a terrible thing. Yeah, uh, there there was that one album by that one guy. Yep. And then you also have Moving Pictures by Rush, it's which came still out a, thirty years ago. It's still a great album. <laughs> I mean, no doubt. But yeah. The qualification was. Yeah, it's it, my favorite album of twenty sixteen. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we're we're not playing that. We're not playing. All right, that. fine. Moving on. Snake rules, Andy. All right, coming in at number three. I just found out about it the other day and i listened to it in entirety and it is everything that i expected it would be 
Dion Words, Mountain Ninja, and The Nice Time Kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gave this a <laughs> listen once you said you were listening to it as well. Another classic. And, and from beginning to end, just the, the very beginning of the first song is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then it goes into like the, the Dion Words sound that I know and I love. And uh, it, it, solid album. I listened to it cover to cover once I uh, once I once I heard it came out. Um, I didn't, you know, there were a few songs I didn't like. As with every album, yeah. Um, it's very but, rare to find those albums. Yeah, you like every song on. Right. They have a six year old on this album. Yeah. His name is Lil Tommy Terror. He sings a song called "Wings on My Penis." Yeah. And uh, I read in an interview that that kid actually draws penises on everything. Yeah. I and could... he wrote that song. Uh, I mean, I could believe that. It's yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Um, exactly. But yeah, that's my number. It's my uh, my number three, my runner up. Number two, not one that I think you guys are really into. Uh, Blink One Eight Two's California. I gave it a listen uh, when it first came out. And yeah, I have to say, I didn't hate it. Yeah, uh, that's and I that's fair. Yeah, Blink One Eighty Two has never been my style. Yeah, but, I know it's uh, neither of your style, but but, but it, it was it was it was actually a lot better than what I thought Blink One Eighty Two would be able to produce in two thousand sixteen. Yes, uh, so this is the first. That's fair. This is the first Blink One Eighty Two album without uh, Tom DeLonge. They had a falling out back in two thousand six. They came together in twenty thirteen. Yeah, sure. I want to say it's either 2011 or 2013. Actually, I think it was 2011. To come out with an album called Neighbors. It was either Neighbors or Neighborhoods. And it was an okay album. I mean, as far as Blink-182 yeah. goes, it wasn't that great. But this, they signed or they they uh, signed on somebody from Alkaline Trio. Yes. Uh, I can't remember his name. And it's a solid album. He does a really good job. And uh, I'm blown away by it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, it was better than what I expected from him. I gave it, a, I think, two listens uh, when it came out, because I usually try to give albums that at least catch my interest uh, two listens to uh, fully realize yeah. it. But it was, a good, it was a good album. But So, yeah, that was my um, number two runner-up. And my album of the year changed as of two hours ago. Yeah, you stole it off my list. I stole it off your list. So I saw it on here and I thought, well, I, I, I figured I might as well, I better give some of these a listen because I hadn't listened to any of the albums on your list. Yeah. So I figured I should give these a listen just so I go into this yeah, knowing, knowing what I'm talking bit, about. Yeah. Um, my number one goes to M83's Junk. Yeah. I have listened since 3.30 this afternoon. I have listened to this album three times. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, it is amazing. It's so... The best way to describe it is it's so fucking sexy. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of, like, horns and a lot of saxophone, and it just makes me want to fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That's the best yeah. way to describe it is it's just fucking sexy. You're welcome, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> You got to gonna get dick blasted. But like it's no, it's really good. I yeah. I love it. Like I said, three hours since this afternoon, <laughs> like or no, yeah. three times since I since three o'clock. You hear? So. You heard it first. He's been wanting to fuck something since three <laughs> o'clock this afternoon. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my number one pick. 
All right, and I'll move on to my uh, second runner-up, which is Aurora, All My Demons Greeting Me as a Friend, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> she's like a, a younger little girl. Uh, I, I think she's like maybe 18, maybe okay. could be younger, I don't know, and I believe she's from another country. But she sings like a very dark tone uh, in very just dramatic almost type tone of music yeah uh, I, I can only say go listen to it it's it's a really good album she's really really talented for an up-and-coming artist and uh it's a really great album and i just i i would say go listen to it it's probably not for everybody uh like i said it's like dark in its tone mm-hmm. but uh for the most part it's a uh, really really solid music to listen to yeah. and uh for my First runner-up would be M83 Junk, uh, which is a really, really great album, like Andy said. Uh, I've had a, t- a ton of time to listen to this. Uh, it came out, I think, earlier this year. Yeah. I knew about M83 from the Oblivion soundtrack for that movie. He did mm-hmm. a great song uh, with Susan Samford called Oblivion. It was just a really epic song and worth a listen to as well. And that's how I found out about M83. And for my first, my number one winner would be Hone or Hun, I think is actually how they pronounce it. And it's called Warm on a Cold Night. And this album, I have easily listened to, I'd have to say, 50 times. Oh, wow. Really? At least this year. I, I can listen to this album at least like once or twice a week. It's so good. And they released the singles for for a lot of this stuff uh late last year and i was instantly addicted to it when i heard it but when they finally finally released the full album i I, it's been non-stop and even on youtube they released a lot of their stuff uh i think they call it the night editions and it's a lot of the like essentially unplugged version of these songs and they're even better and i'm really sad really yeah i'm i'm really sad that they're not on spotify but they're really great the singer has such a different voice to me uh, and i really love it and i wish i could mimic it because i would love to cover the songs it's just so good and i'll probably listen to it another like 20 times before the year's end which is not that long away from yeah, when you're listening say. to it, but easily one of my favorite albums of this year, okay. and easily one of my most favorite albums of all time. Cool. I'll have to check it Period. out. Oh, it's so you haven't checked it out? I, this is it, one you haven't checked out? Yeah. I Like I said, I, I decided this at a very late time. I said oh, it was man. like 3 o'clock, and I'm just like, I should listen to these, and I'm yeah. like, I'll start with M83, because I know them from uh, a few years ago when they came out with... Uh, Fuck! What was the name of that song? They have a they have a popular uh, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I know the what one that starts about. off with the horns and yeah, and I knew that song, so I'm like, oh, I know M83. I'll start with there, and then I was yeah. just like, holy shit! Yeah, listen, I mean, I don't think it's for everybody. You know, some people can pass on it, but I, I think it's wonderful. And instantly, when I heard the first single, I was hooked. Their whole style is something that I'm in love with, and it's something that I feel like I've never really heard before, especially right. with the singer's voice, the way he sings. And everything like that i could gush about this band all night (laughs) and that's why it was so important for me to include album because i wanted to get this this out there okay and and i really do love it and i hope people give it a listen okay yep so where do we land 
Uh, I think M and E three. Yeah, I think we we can agree with that because it is such a great album. As much as I would love to get to hone, I won't say it because you haven't listened to it. Here's um, here. I'll, I'll give you this much: okay. if um, we go into the new year and yeah. I listen to this album and I think it's better than M eighty three, yeah, we will concede it and I will I will give it to, okay. to hone. All right. Okay. All right. We'll come back to it. Because there, gotta listen. I want to say there hasn't been an album that I have ever listened to three times in one day. Yeah. I've never done that before. Yeah. But this is just like from A to B, I'm just like, I can't stop fucking moving. Yeah, for sure. Why is my penis so erect? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a good album. So, yeah. So for, right. now, for now, we'll go M83. M83. What do you think, Sean? Sure, sounds good. <laughs> moving pictures? Really? Yep. Oh, you're welcome. Great. We're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. right. Moving on to the next custom category. Oh, is it my custom category? We got one from Nick. Nicholas. Yes. Uh, mine's pretty basic. It's uh, the best mixed drink of 2016, at Ooh. least my Oh, but it says here something about cum. Yes. Um, something about cum was the working title. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay was the working title of this but yeah it's uh can we take can we take a guess can me and shane take a guess Yeah, you can easily take a guess shane but i think you would three, be wrong one two three gin, gin and tonic. tonic yes it's very close <laughs> okay it's okay. not quite gin and tonic as much as i love gin and tonic because this year i have discovered my love for gin i love sure. it i yeah. love gin. it's dry it's great oh yeah well it depends on the kind you know and i could go on mm-hmm. and on about sure it. I'm okay i'm gonna do it <laughs> uh, my favorite gin would be tangeray's rungpur uh gin because okay. it's uh, brewed with limes interesting um and it's fairly cheap and you know we'll get the job done <laughs> it'll make you forget <laughs> until you drink too much and then you don't forget <laughs> what? Um, and uh so that's really great but actually my favorite drink is a greyhound okay yes it's a greyhound uh, so enlighten us what is a greyhound a greyhound is actually a really really simple drink sure. does it have to do with a um, dog Yes, you cut up a dog. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't like this part either. Messy. That's why I outsource it. How Smart. fresh does a dog have to be? Oh, super fresh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh. Yeah. Greyhound. And, uh, yeah, greyhound. It's just grapefruit and uh, your oh. your drink. That's all it is. It's really really. So simple. it's grapefruit and then any drink. Grapefruit on the rocks uh, with usually gin. Sure. Uh, especially if you look on uh, Wikipedia, it does source gin as the the main one. Sure. A lot of people do it with vodka, which is wh- whatever. That's your choice, man. Yeah. But uh, with gin, it's really really good. So, so it's two of your favorite things: grapefruit and gin. Exactly. You <laughs> I can see that. I, I can't. I can go understand wrong with that. why that's your favorite yeah, now. I love I love gin and tonics with a little bit of. What mint. about a greyhound and tonic? Ooh, I don't think I've tried that. That would be <laughs> interesting. I still want to. I'm still working out the kinks for a cinnamon gin tonic. I gotta work out how to get cinnamon in a gin and tonic. Well, just a cinnamon stick, right? That's what I've been told, but I haven't bought one yet. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't say. So best mixed drink for me. The sketchy goes to. The sketchy goes to the Greyhound, the Greyhound with okay. gin, not vodka. Awesome. Okay, specifically. Yes. Okay. Up next, we have best movie. Best movie of 2016. Best movie. Which way do we just go? Oh, start with Nick. Start with me. Oh no, Dicks in a Hammock. I didn't see that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people didn't see Dicks in the Hammock, but it's a pretty good goddamn movie. <laughs> Is it a porno? It sounds like uh, a porno. No, it's actually a Nickelodeon original documentary. Um, yes, exactly. Speaking of Nickel, can I just tell you guys they made two live action 
fairly odd parents movies i you're... didn't know that starring what? drake bell wow oh. <laughs> wow and guess what they're terrible no doubt no i doubt. watched them no doubt <laughs> all right so uh, that's my movie of the year <laughs> we'll try to we'll try to blast through these uh last two topics relatively quickly uh, my second runner-up for best movie of the year is Captain America: Civil War. Sure. Uh, through and through, this movie was pretty good. I've watched it actually a few times, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so now, have I. this is the first Marvel movie that Erica has come to me asking to watch. Oh. Yeah. So uh, it's solid considering I actually wasn't a fan of the first two Captain Americas. I don't care what anybody says. I didn't care Winter for Winter Soldier, Soldier really that much. I thought it's boring. I think uh, I think uh, the the character of the Winter Soldier. I think he's boring as shit. Don't give a fuck about him, and I'm I'm sick of them talking about him. Okay, <laughs> like so violent. <laughs> Yeah, so angry about it's it. It's like, oh, cool, dude. You just you, you just got a movie about this character. I'm sick of hearing about you. Oh, you're a big part of this movie too. We got you know. Let let's see some more Ant Man. I don't give a fuck about your robotic arm. Seriously, dude, get over it. Seriously. You got you got mental problems. You got mental problems. They're gonna you're gonna say little words. You're gonna say little words. Make your little man go go a little insane. Couple people. You know what? Fuck you, Winter Soldier. I don't like you. We all right. All this. I'm sorry. Do, do you uh, like this movie or? Yes, I like this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately, the worst part is the Winter Soldier. <laughs> He's like the Jericho of Marvel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this fighting words. Such yeah. a bad person. I don't like. There's no. Uh, I'm I, not gonna you know, what, I can it. agree with you just because they're so wishy-washy and like, oh, he remembers. He doesn't yeah. remember. He's yeah. brainwashed. He's not brainwashed. Like, I've had enough of this fucking character. They go back and forth. I feel like they need to kind of settle on it. It's like the fucking raw. Title. Yeah, get over it. You have enough content to focus on. You don't need to keep talking about yeah. this guy. It doesn't need to be as big of a point. Okay, as well then, it is. all right. What did you like about if you didn't like everything the... else? Okay, um, okay. <laughs> every, everything else. Spider Man, Ant Man being in there. I love Paul Rudd as Ant Man. Uh, yeah. So I am good stuff. Yeah. It, it, there's there's a ton of it, and uh, I won't stay on it too long. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm sure we'll hit it a, exactly. two more times. <laughs> yeah. At least. Um, also, uh, first runner up is Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Deadpool was a great movie. I saw it in theaters and yep. then I watched it, uh, probably another two times out of theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really solid. Uh, Ryan Reynolds really took this character and made it his own. And I'm really, really happy about this movie. And it really kind of puts in perspective what you can do with such a small cast because really watch True. this movie there's nobody in this movie. Really oh isn't. yeah there's like five people in this fucking movie <laughs> <Not a lot. laughs> um and so that's my first runner up but and mine he, he made that happen he made that movie I know, happen i know and, and we've kind of talked about that i think but yeah, um uh, uh but yeah it, it, it's a really really solid movie um my number one i just saw recently and i think is my number one personally because i'm i'm impressed that they made this movie interesting yeah to me yeah. and actually made it good and i really did enjoy it a lot uh, which is doctor strange yeah i love benedict Hun- uh batch <laughs> <laughs> benadryl uh, cumbersnatch yeah exactly benedict cumberbatch yeah yes. uh, i i like him as an actor a lot i think he did a great job uh solid story i don't know anything about doctor strange so i'm 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 just overall happy that they made this yeah. movie fun and enjoyable to watch, which it was. And I'm right there with you. I didn't know. I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about Doctor Strange going yeah. into it. I knew 
he was a Marvel character. Yeah. He could float. He's very much a lesser-known character. Yeah. Yes. But then, like, I'm just like, hey, Benedict Cumberbatch is really cool. I saw the trailers for this. It looks really interesting. And, man, was it a head trip. Yeah. Like, very good things. I have yet to see it. Yeah, yeah. You like kaleidoscopes? I do. Fucking check out this movie. Yeah. Awesome. What's her name? The the female protagonist. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. great. He's great. No, no, no. The good, the, his love Amy interest. Amy McAdams. Cute. No, 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 no. Amy McAdams. Fuck. I believe you. It's There's not Amy, Amy McAdams. It's Amy Adams and then Amy McAdams. Shut up. I'm, I don't know. I'm, okay, fuck you. I'll trust you. I don't He's know. He's looking it up right now. But that's your I can't movie think of the of her name. But that's your movie Rachel, Rachel McAdams. God there damn it. You got there. You're yeah. half right. She was great. She She's was great in this. She's a fucking cutie pie. Yeah. No, no, it's honestly a great movie. You haven't seen it, Shane. I have not yet. To, you need I to go see I'm that really soon. surprised being such a Marvel guy. I just I got busy with shit. You're not busy. I'm busy with stuff. I mean, You're not that busy. Did just buy That was weeks after this movie came out. You're <laughs> not <laughs> that busy. I'm busy. Go fucking check out this movie. I will. All right. It won't be your number one, I can tell you that. But no. I I'm just overall impressed that they made this story interesting enough yes, absolutely. to be a good movie. And right. it's tying in with the Infinity Stones. Exactly. So that's really cool. Exactly. Um, and it just goes to prove once more that the Hulk is easily the worst Marvel Jesus character Christ. of all time and should never it. get his Stop own. It. They can make this guy work. They can't yeah, do that. Fuck person. it. Dude, he's got a point. And Stop. fuck the Winter he's Soldier. He's got a point. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. less so on the fuck Mm-mm. the Winter Soldier part, but Mm-mm. the Hulk is kind of... Mm-mm. Hulk's great. I, I think, I think Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is better than any other Hulk that's ever been. Hulk's great. Uh, other anyway. than Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Lou Gehrig since he's... <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Anyway, Lou Andy. Ferrigno All right. Disease. So my fucking <laughs> uh, death. My list goes as follows. My first runner-up is a very lesser-known movie. It was a Sundance film starring that fucking one guy from The Girl Next Door. Yep. And Daniel Radcliffe, Swiss Army Man. I'm a big fan sure. of uh, Daniel Radcliffe. It looked like a fun movie. I've seen all uh, the previews. I've yeah. heard good things. This movie was a fucking gas. It was great. And I say gas, and that's a very yeah. Big when play I think on words. gas, I feel like I it's don't a British like term it. for means it was it was funny. Yeah, he, but did he they, fart a lot? They fart so much in this movie. I don't. He, he literally that. like the. I'm gonna spoil the the last scene. Mm. Only spoilers, this guy. Mm, yeah. Oh no no, I'll spoil the, I'll spoil the beginning because then you because you you guys understand the premise of the movie. He farts, yeah. It's like, anyway the 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 guy is stranded on an island and Daniel Radcliffe's body washes up and he needs to get off and he notices that Daniel Radcliffe is just constantly farting. He's a dead body that's just sitting there farting and his body is shaking violently and then he floats out to the water still farting but he's being propelled by his farts so this guy gets on Daniel Radcliffe's back and is holding him up by his hair and Daniel Radcliffe is farting propelling him like a jet ski I'm gonna be honest you are not silly I was sold on this movie before but you I don't know I think I I'm more sold on dude, it I don't want to watch this it gets all. better and then this the guy pulls down Daniel Radcliffe's pants and he goes faster <laughs> God damn it. I don't want This is in like uh-huh. the first five minutes. Uh, so uh, aside from all the What's jokes. What's the next hour? <laughs> aside from. So so aside from all the jokes and everything, all the music is done acapella. So all the music is done acapella. So they're Rock-a-pella? all. No, they're all doing voices. And then it has a very, it has a very bittersweet ending to it. Yeah. It's a definite must watch. Okay. 
if these other two movies weren't so good this year, this would be my number one. But that's where uh, my runner-up. Uh, second runner-up, we already talked about it, Captain America Civil War. So Captain America fucked the Winter Soldier. Captain America fucked the Winter Soldier. No, yes. I, I agree I agree with you. I think the Winter Soldier's overplayed. I'm not as aggressive towards it as you are, but... Just, just. I don't think I'm aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but... It, it, it was a very good movie. They definitely, the Civil War was great. Great seeing Paul Rudd again. I'm, it's great seeing a younger Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah, that was very Real interesting. Creepy. It was trippy. I, I, I loved the introduction as Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. That's going to be great yeah, this upcoming I'm year. For that. That's soon. A lot of great fight scenes. I mean, a, a lot of good dialogue. Yeah. I thought Don Cheadle was going to die. Yeah. Uh, but Someone yeah. has to die, right? Yeah, it was great. It was a great movie. So that's my runner-up. Number one movie this year, I've got to give it to Deadpool. Deadpool. It was a movie that wasn't going to happen, but then Ryan Reynolds fought and made it happen. Yeah. And it they they it was the first it's the first Marvel movie with an R rating, and they definitely did justice. Good. For sure. Good. So definitely I love it. Yeah. Shame. All right. For me, my first runner-up is also Captain America. Fuck the Winter Soldier. The Civil War. Winter Soldier was just fine by me. Like fucking Mark. I mean, it's like the entire compelling reason for the movie to exist is Captain America and a friendship with the Winter Soldier. So if you say fuck that, you say fuck it to the whole movie. Yeah. So it's on your list. Black Panther was cool. You can't, God damn it. Let me. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I mean, he was cool. Yeah. Where we go from here, I'm excited for uh, mm-hmm. just moving that storyline along as the entire cinematic universe trudges towards that Infinity War. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. For sure. Uh, we've already talked enough about it, so you know if you know. You know. It's yeah. Good. It's a good movie. You know. You've, if you like it, you've seen it. You know what it is. Uh, also on my list, as my second runner-up, Zootopia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a weird pick. I love the shit out of this movie. It's yeah. on It's on I Netflix. Did. I haven't... I, I've... It's in my queue. It's, it's a very good it's movie. It's worth a watch. Absolutely. I'll, I'll say. It, it, it's a good movie. Okay. Uh, coming out of the Walt Disney Studios animation, not Pixar. So a nice, nice example of people fucking actually getting animation again yeah uh, not just pixar like it's been the last few years it feels like yeah like you're seeing more and more studios outside of them like really realizing that oh we can do more than just like dumb animal looks happy into the camera it's like actual compelling storylines <laughs> i mean in fairness these are all animals right but we're yeah. getting like actual <laughs> compelling storylines with them and they're doing stuff with them yeah and it's uh surprisingly um i haven't seen it but i've heard a lot of good things surprisingly since they had to like scrap the entire story halfway yeah. through and flip it yeah they did because I, I think it was the fox that was going to be the protagonist yeah yep and they flipped it to the bunny right yep okay yeah, yeah. It was a, and it's that's a good movie that's very impressive that's not an easy thing to do true very true and i think for the better kind of where the story goes kind of what it's building off of it it's sure the very good movie yeah yeah, there there were a lot of good parts of this movie that I liked. As an animation standpoint, it's actually really impressive. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's definitely worth a watch. I would I would say uh, move it up in your queue, man. Okay. Watch it. Watch Waterworld first. Nope. I already watched Waterworld. You watched half of Waterworld. That's enough. That's that's, a, like, that's you know what it's about. Nick, I agreed with you. I don't care. I don't care about your opinion until you finish it. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I'll finish it. All right, watch it. just watch it. Uh, and then watch just Zootopia because it's actually, Zootopia is great. It is, okay. a, it is a really fun movie. It's no Wally, but it is a great movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah, Wally is the best movie 2016. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one as well. We've already talked about it a couple of times. 
Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Um, again, just taking that R rating and actually doing something with it. Yeah. Um, sticking true to the character. Very good transition into the film media medium. Great acting for the few actors that were in the movie. Shot very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, acted perfectly. Exactly what you would want from a Deadpool movie, and they yeah. pull it off flawlessly. Yeah, because um, like a lot of times, stuff gets lost. Yeah, but not here. Not here. Not here. They did not here exactly what you wanted for Deadpool. Yeah, and knocked out of the park. Um, as we've said repeatedly, <laughs> go watch Deadpool. It's a great movie. Go watch. Deadpool. Yeah, every every one of my movies was a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah I noticed yeah. that. Yeah, it's definitely a so. theme. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, they're making great movies, yeah. and they're yeah. making movies that make me go to the theater. You know, right. there's not a lot of movies that make me go out to the theater unless Nolan's making something. Now, and when do we, when does Logan come out? Next year, Next right? Year sometime. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say if that movie came out this year, <laughs> that might have made it into my Guardians top. of the Galaxy Volume Two is gonna. I'm already gonna call it. It's gonna be. It's <laughs> gonna be yours. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I, gonna I, be a good one. I think that's that'd be, be my great. favorite superhero movie of all time. Dude, number one reason, Baby Groot. I don't know. I don't know. What you like that Gamora? We'll see. Fuck yeah. Like Gamora. <laughs> uh, for this year, 2016 best movie. I think I'm, we can safely come to a consensus here. I think it's gonna yeah, be Deadpool. I think it'll be Deadpool. Are you okay with Deadpool? Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of uh, you know good things about this. Is I want to see him kill Winter Soldier. That's all I want. God to see. damn it! Those can aren't gonna happen. happen. That's oh, not gonna happen. Bummer. Yeah. Fox has Deadpool. No. Yeah. Yeah. So 2016 best movie for sketchy nonsense. The sketchy goes to. Deadpool. 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 Congratulations. Congratulations. Deadpool. You don't give I a shit. I never thought it was going to happen. Right. I seriously, I saw the I saw the uh, the test, and I never thought this movie was going to come oh, out. yeah, right. exactly. All right, we're moving on to the last topic, and the biggest topic that we always kind of talk about is games. Best game 2016. Yeah, baby. Best. Game. Snake order. I go first. Snake order. Snake order. Two runners up. Order of uh, snake. <laughs> one of my runners up for this year has to be Doom, a game that kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like an RKO. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he says from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> there was two, two, three weeks before the game came out. There was that public beta that everybody shat on. It's yeah. like, oh, this doesn't feel good. I'm like, eh, this is not happening. But then the actual game launched. And playing that single-player full-length campaign, which you don't get as much as you'd like anymore in a shooter's these day. At least yeah. that's what I say. They 100% nailed the feel in your mind of what Doom was. Yeah. While bringing it into a modern gameplay standard. I can see that. Um, it's very fast-paced, very action, very frenzied there's a lot of stuff happening all the time and you always feel in perfect control of what's going on yeah i ha- i actually haven't even played it yet now Doom the, is so good now the public beta was that a multiplayer one yes because a lot of people still don't like the multiplayer yeah in that, game. that was the consensus there's been I a heard. few patches that have come out since then they've done big updates new modes new maps new everything yeah that's starting to turn Okay. People getting back into the multiplayer know that they've kind of got because everything that they've done post release has been that it's yeah, all right. been funneled into multiplayer, and but that a lot of that has to do too with there are two different studios. Yeah, yeah. The single player content and the multiplayer content was developed by different groups. That's probably a bad idea. Generally, yes, that's not always how you want to do things. Yeah, but speaking as to why it's on my list, it's entirely that single player campaign. Okay, it's yeah. just 
so goddamn good. Yeah, I've heard just, a, I've heard a lot yeah, of good things yeah. about the single player. A lot of people would agree with you on that. I I haven't played it, so and uh, maybe one of these days when the humble bundle is throwing it in there, I'll buy it. But uh, <laughs> you can go get a free demo right now. It gives you the entire yeah. first level, so you can get a feel of what it's like. Okay, yeah. and it does a very good job of that. Cool, um, fantastic, great game. Yeah. Uh, second runner up is going to be Titanfall Two. Prepare for Titanfall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, every time I hear that, I get tingles. God damn, good game. Yeah. I think you're just having um, a stroke. So, God damn. Again, a lot of it has to do with the single player campaign. You may notice a trend here. As far Shane as likes campaigns. Content goes. Shane, I haven't heard you talk about Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 is so good. <laughs> Especially now that I've finished the campaign. It's something that there's a lot of stuff that happens only in one level. Like it takes a gimmick or a thing and it's like, let's play with this convention, do everything we crazily can and then forget it exists and move on to something crazy and new. Yeah. And does it to perfect effect over and over and over again. Yeah. And it just keeps building upon itself. The story kind of builds upon itself. You unlock new stuff as far as the different loadouts for your Titans, mm -hmm. which then plays back into the multiplayer. So you kind of learn the different loadouts for the Titans yeah. while playing through the campaign, as well as you learn to navigate around the environment. God damn, it's a good game. Yeah. It just feels good. Absolutely. Moving around, shooting, I mean, and jumping, it, and sliding. It always did. Titanfall uh, 1 felt the move, the mobility so was perfect. It was really good. good. It's just everything's fluid. Go get Titanfall. Okay. I love that fucking skidding. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, dude. So good. Oh, with the shotgun pistol. Fucking take so many dudes out with that. <laughs> uh, and for me, my number one game of the year, Hitman. Interesting pick. Yeah, yeah I did I not see it. that it was coming. kind of a last minute pick. I was up in the air between this and Titanfall, but settled on Hitman. Um, it's a game that almost shouldn't exist in a way, um, especially when you look at the development of what this was yep. and the fact that it was going to be a new Hitman game, just regular ass Hitman game, but it's new. It's 2016. In development, taking pre-orders two or three months before release, they refunded everybody's money and said, it's an episodic game now. Hmm. Which, as soon as that happened, everyone was like, fuck it, man. This is going <laughs> to suck. This is such a stupid idea. This does not need to be an episodic game. Yeah. Because it really doesn't. Like, it's not... So, well, I mean, it's not something that you would think... Yeah. Like... Oh, for sure. I was I was in that camp. I was like, this is such a dumb idea. Like, why would you make this episodic? Yeah, because, like, with Telltale, that makes sense. But this doesn't. Seeing how they did it, this is the best Hitman yeah. ever. Like, easily, without question. Okay. Uh, because, essentially, what they've done is each episode is a new environment. Yeah. So, it's a new level to play in, which doesn't necessarily offhand, like, oh, it's a new level. That's stupid. Why is it so... Why is it a level that's spaced out so off, so far apart? It's not just a level. That's the smart thing about it. There's a story mission that you accomplish in this new place, but not just into, not just the story-based mission, but you're getting so much fucking content that they put into each single level. You have escalation missions, yeah. which are smart as fuck. Basically, you have you start out. There's usually five escalations. You have the first escalation, which is usually kill this person with this weapon or in this costume. And then you play it a second time, but the stakes have been upped. Like you have to kill this person with this costume and a second person. And if they do it a third time, oh, you can do this, but you can't be detected. Do it this time, but there's now trip mines around the map. Um, just It keeps tweaking the mission and forcing you to think in very different ways every time. Yeah. It keeps playing with the conventions and making you think like a hitman and think about 
how can I get to there? How can I do this? But shit, that way's cut off now, so I can't do it that way. Right. Very clever. Yeah. Um, and just and not only that, but even just the single player missions, like oh, I'm gonna beat it once and never touch it again. No, you're gonna go back because there's twelve different ways you can kill that person. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much stuff to do in every single mission they've done. And that's why I think it's very smart in retrospect about why the episodes made sense. Because if it was a traditional Hitman game, eight missions, go play them all, you'd play through each one once and then never fucking yeah, touch it exactly. again. Exactly. But yeah. if they give it to you one by one, you're tempted to replay it. Exactly. It's like, okay, I beat that. It. I need to go back in and do this. I need yeah. to play more of this. And it gives you time <clears throat> to appreciate that. Yeah. That's smart. I like it. It was such a smart decision in retrospect. And cool. I can't give those guys enough credit for what they did to really revitalized Hitman. Uh, the last couple of games were not received super well, uh, kind of broke away from the traditional Hitman experience and yeah. turned it around a thousand percent. Yeah. And then on top of that, they're also, they've also started doing elusive targets. Yeah. Which I is kind of the, the pinnacle of Hitman. Gary uh, Busey? He was an elusive target at one yes. point. Uh, for those that don't know, elusive targets, basically it's a the entirety of Hitman's, you're always playing online of some in some capacity. But what you're doing with elusive targets is they drop for two, three days, a real time. So it's there's an elusive target this weekend. You have three days to play it. Once you start the mission, you can restart it, technically. But if you die, you lose. <laughs> you don't get a chance to try it again, ever. Oh, wow. The, wow. Elus- the elusive targets, once that weekend is over, they're gone forever. You get one chance at it. Interesting. Very so you cool. have to make it fucking count. Yeah, that's kind of. And cool. it's not even just like they could very easily be like, oh, that random NPC, that's the elusive target. They don't. It's a new character. It's new content, new dialogue. Yeah. It's all new content for fucking like three days, and then it just disappears forever. Yeah. They're putting crazy amounts of work into stuff that not everyone's ever gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's it shows dedication to the game to the craft and wanting to make this the best thing they can and they are like a hell of a fucking game i've i've put almost 100 hours into it wow this wow year. it's a, impressive I keep going back to that game and just this holiday season they're putting out a fucking christmas mission in paris nice <laughs> you can dress up as santa and of course someone. Of i need course. to play this mission <laughs> that's fun uh just cool stuff and they're going to keep releasing stuff there's more elusive targets coming yeah uh, season two is going to come next year. They're still going to be making stuff for season one levels, and they're just building upon it with season two. And it's going to keep it's going to keep growing, keep being more and better. Go play Hitman. That's a goddamn good game. Cool. Good. All right. Good. An unexpected pick. I will yeah. say that. I knew you liked it, but I didn't think you'd put oh, it number so one. So good. All right. All coming over to me here. My uh, first runner-up game that I don't know if you guys played, Stardew Valley. Heard yeah. About, heard about it. Never played it. Love Stardew Valley. Came out. March? That sounds about right. I want to say. On the PC, coming out actually today. Yep, out on console. Out on console today. It is a Harvest Moon clone, for lack of a better term. Yep. It's a farming sim. You you inherit a farm, and it's in some, you know, hick town where there's like 20 people, and you got to raise this farm. But one thing that it does that Harvest Moon does not do is that there is combat. There is an actual, like, dungeon that you can crawl through. And there is monsters that you can kill, so you get weapons and stuff. Harvest Moon has never done something like that, and I was uh, I, I played a lot, a lot, a lot of Harvest Moon growing up, so this really kind of struck with me because I, yeah. I was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I gotta get into this game." Yeah, and I did, and it was great. And I'm probably gonna pick it up on uh, on Xbox One. 
Yeah, Stardew Valley is a game that I've that's a hole I fell into for a while. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, PC probably pretty probably number three or four, probably four or five on my list. Like yeah. just missing here. Yeah, damn good game. Yeah, it is. It's pretty great. I didn't really. Uh, I didn't buy a whole lot of games this year, but that was definitely up on. Uh, up on my list. If, uh, if Rainbow Six would have come out this year, that would have been my number one. But <laughs> <laughs> my number two is the same as your number two, Titanfall 2. Yes. Um, I just finished the campaign the other day, and uh, what a great campaign. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, not, and I'm not usually one, like, I'll play through the campaign because I figure I paid this money for this game, I should play all of it. And I'll, you know, I'll do it just to, because, you know, sometimes the story's good. With Call of Duty, the earlier games, the stories were really good. Sure. This campaign blew me away. Uh, it was more than I expected from them. And, like, you start off, like, the, the way you start off as, like, just some rifleman, and mm-hmm. they're just like, you're not a pilot, you're a rifleman. Like, yeah, you're going through these trainings, but you have years until you're ready. Right. But, like, your, thr- like, greatness is thrust upon you, and you are now a pilot. And is it was kind of a great introduction to the, the series if someone is new to it. But then, like, something that I know you don't really touch, the the multiplayer. Yeah. Fucking hell, the multiplayer is so fucking cool. Yeah. Because it's the mobility and, like, what you can do with it and, like, the weapons are so... They're more on, like, they're unique, but they're not, like, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare crazy. Yeah. Like, it's... It's awesome. It's so much fun. And then, like, yeah, stand by for Titanfall. As soon as I hear that and then I hear the sky crackling, yeah. dude, like, every time I get goosebumps. Like, yeah. it's it's so fucking cool. Until your Titan gets, like, fucking raped by five other Titans. Yeah, like, no. Two seconds. I get Titanfall and then, like, all of a sudden there's, like, three of them. And yeah. I'm just like, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then I'm running away. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's it's so much fun. And, like, I've already, I've already regen, so. Yeah, I think, well, they had the double xp this weekend yeah Yeah. so that that like blasted me into like the end like the max level so i'm already regen i'm already working my way up again but it's oh my god such a great game i I, they they did it like titanfall was kind of like almost a flop like the first titanfall was almost a flop it only really picked up traction like months after it was released but this they really did solid by it yeah and then uh of course we never talk about it. We're never going to talk about it. Never going to talk about it. No, never. Overwatch, my number one game. Because, Nick, you specifically told me, do not buy this game. <laughs> no one will see you after you buy yeah. this game. <laughs> and it almost happened. Uh, <laughs> you it, mean you almost killed yourself? Yeah, yeah. Game? No, it... It was uh it was a free to play weekend. Yeah. And I downloaded it. I'm just like, I'll check it out. I know all about this game. I read about it online. I you know, I know everything there is to know about it. But then I played it and I'm like, I don't know nothing about this game. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun and like I've never had so much fun in a shooter. Yeah. Like I I used to play Team Fortress here and there, never had this much fun in it. For sure. It's fucking and like I said, that's why it it got my take my money cuz I get the loot crates fucking cracked me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's there's something about opening loot crates that's quite invigorating. Yeah, no, it's fucking great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna talk about it, so. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's my uh, that's my number one. I forgot to ask you, Shane, have you watched any of the animated shorts? No. You need to go watch the. They're a lot of fun. The Overwatch animated shorts. I'm gonna get around to it. They're like Pixar level quality. Okay. 
So I mean, all blizzards like shorts are fucking right. amazing. Yeah. So I mean, that's not nice news. Color. You should you should check it out. Okay. <clears throat> but yep, that's my number one. Number one. Twenty sixteen pick. All right, Nick. we coming coming to me. Yeah. Yeah. Snake. Oh Number three, uh, I had the division, but I changed that shit. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. probably for the best. I was very surprised you picked the division on there. I had a ton of fun with it. I'm not going to lie. I did, sure. I, I spent a lot of uh, time with the division. But actually, my number three, Ultimate Chicken Horse. Okay. I love that game. That's and a I good only, game. I only played it for like the two nights we played it. And I, all I like every time I see it, I'm like, man, I really want to play that game again. It's such a fun game when you have a couple of people with you right the basic premise if i even remember correctly is that you each pick a character with uh you can be a chicken raccoon donkey something Something like like that that. there's a bunch of farm animals (laughs) bunch of animals uh and then you start off on a level and you each have to make it to the end goal right but it also gives you like the first 10 seconds of the round to pick an obstacle to place on the map And your goal is to essentially make it just hard enough for you to be able to get to the goal, but not the other people. Interesting. Um, Yes. If everybody gets to it, nobody gets points, if I recall correctly. And if everybody dies, I also think it's the same thing. Correct. But each time you start... You get to pick obstacles, but your old obstacles stay. Oh, really? So, yeah, so you're stacking. So the you're top. adding. You're, yeah. you're making it harder and harder as you go. That sounds interesting. Uh, to stop each other from getting. It's really fun. It's, it's a really quick, a really fun game to just pick up and do. Like if you're in a like hanging out with friends, we played it when we were drinking up at my brother's, and we had a fucking ton of fun with this Hell game. Yeah. yeah. I would love to play it again. I hope that we do. Oh, for sure. It sounds on, like a great party. It's on game. Steam, and Absolutely. I believe. I believe it's on consoles as well now. I know it's coming. I'm not I, sure if it I, is yet or not. I, I thought it said uh, that it had, but if not, it's on Great PC. Game. It's such an amazing, fun little game. It's not like a big title. It, it, it's 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 a little game, and it is a ton of fun. Ton of yeah. fun. Please check it out, Ultimate Chicken Horse on Steam. My number two is, oh, Titanfall 2. <laughs> Titanfall. We have talked about this, and uh, once again, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, I haven't played any of the campaign. So I don't know what the fuck you guys uh, are talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'll play that campaign. <laughs> That's why I'm really just hoping the Winter Soldier isn't here. Do you, do you <laughs> see what I did, though? He talks all about the campaign. I talk a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm multiplayer. talking strictly multiplayer. <laughs> I've had a ton of fun with this multiplayer. Yeah. Um, it's It's Great pacing, great action, uh, feels really well to control. Overall, just feels fairly well balanced in, yeah, yeah. in general. I do wish that they would take down the Reaper count a little bit. Yeah, Reapers are kind of fucking assholes. Yeah, um, so I wish they would take those down a bit. But all in all, I really did enjoy all my time with it. Yeah. I'm going to play the campaign coming up soon. So Yeah, uh, please do. So it's I'll, good. I'll let you it's know a good campaign. If, if I like it or not. And my number one... I'm just not going to talk about it. So that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) Are you seriously not going to talk about it? Uh, It's the end of the year. You can talk about it now. Okay. It's the end of the year. I'm going to talk about it. It's Overwatch. Yes. Yeah. Number one game, Overwatch. I play this game all the time. I play it. Whenever I have free time to play with friends that I, I normally play games with, my brother, I'm, I'm playing this all the time. I'm streaming it. Yeah. I own it for PlayStation 4 and PC. I paid full price for both. I don't regret it a bit. <laughs> I should buy it for Xbox. 
I don't even have an <laughs> Xbox. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, I haven't put, I haven't bought any loot boxes. Uh, I thought about it, but I haven't done it. I just, there's just something so great about this game. I could lose a million matches, and I still have fun with it. It doesn't matter. I could have the biggest shit team in the world. It doesn't matter because I, I'm usually pretty good at it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not the best, but I'm good enough to, yeah. to feel fairly yeah. accomplished and shit like that. And uh, all the characters are, are really well, you know, they each have their own strengths and weaknesses. Sure. Everything um, feels just so balanced. Like It feels good. I don't think I've played a game where the characters felt this balanced. And and if they're not balanced, uh, Blizzard's usually doing a pretty good job yeah. about making them balanced, sure. uh, which I'm happy for. And, and they're constantly releasing new maps, new characters, stuff like that. Loot yeah. boxes, each season's getting their own skins, which makes you want to unlock more. Just recently, they released their new game modes that make it a lot more easier to get loot boxes boxes before you could only get it through leveling up now you can do it by playing through specific game types which makes it that much better uh it's just a game that's really progressing over time and i can see myself easily playing it all the time for the next couple of years absolutely and losing so many many years of my own life to it (laughs) It, it's just a a lot of fun and uh I, i really do love it but i would have to say on an average basis I'm willing to say our sketchy nonsense pick would be Titanfall 2. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the way that, you know, they came from Titanfall. I mean, like, I bought Titanfall and all the DLC for 10 bucks at one point. Right. So, like, coming from that and, like, you know, knowing what to do next, I think they really, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. A thousand percent. I, I, I didn't play, uh, I didn't pay full price for Titanfall 2. Nope, neither but did I. now playing it, I would have, and I'd be fine with it. Absolutely. It's, it's a really yeah. great game, so. For sure. Get out there. Sales were not great for this game, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, it, it yeah. did not do well. Even when I went out for the weekend to go buy uh, Battlefield 1 on, like, a super dirt cheap mm-hmm. sale of, like, 24 bucks, uh-huh. I couldn't find one copy of Battlefield 1. And each store had like a billion copies of Titanfall left. And it was the same price. That's very interesting. Unfortunately, I really do hope that people start paying attention to this game. Because I have a fear that give it two months, nobody's going to be playing this online. That's what I expect, unfortunately. Sad, but true. Yeah, I I don't think people will be playing this uh, very much longer. But as it is right now, god damn is Titanfall a good game. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah, I'm happy saying that it's sketchy nonsense game of the year. Yeah. Absolutely. So the sketchy award for game of the year goes to Titanfall, Titanfall two. two. Titanfall two. Very good. Well done. I think that wraps it up, boys. Yeah, Yeah. that was a long one. That was a very long one. A lot to cover. If you stuck around till the end, thank you so much. Yeah. Send us an email. Tell us you stuck around to the end. I don't know, say some shit like Hugabaloo. Jewy Jew. Don't do that. Or just say I stuck around until the end. Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier. Yeah. Because we'll know. We didn't tell you to do it any other part than at the end, so it's fine. <laughs> Podcast at sketchynonsense.com. Hit us up. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you thought the best stuff of the year was. Yeah. Uh, even stuff that we didn't cover. Just do you know. hate the Winter Soldier too? You absolutely should. Nick needs a buddy. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter at sketchynonsense. We can just facebook.com slash sketchynonsense as well. 
Mm-hmm. We are available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Yes. All over the goddamn place. All over the um, Especially with place. iTunes. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read your review on the air. Speaking, uh, of, speaking of which, we do have one that we can read right now. Is it a five-star review? It is a five-star review. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for the five-star review. Uh-huh. This comes to us from Primitive Podcast. Which, hold on. If you actually have a podcast, can you let us know? Send us an email with your podcast. We can't find it. But it's so, yeah. it's so we, primitive. We, we've looked up... Son of a bitch. <laughs> We've looked up primitive podcasts. We can't find it anywhere. If you have it under a different name, please let us know. We'd like to check you out. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast at sketchynonsense.com. Let us know uh, if you're listening, and we will check your podcast out. I'm definitely very interested. With that said, the review goes, Wrestling podcasts that don't bore you are hard to come by. However, these guys seem to pull it off. Partially due to their nonsensical and seemingly unscripted nature, mixed with what seems to be good chemistry works very well. This is 100% scripted, FYI. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's like, nothing. Not this is just off We literally the get together on a Tuesday and say, all right, let's go. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what happens. The pacing has been consistently getting better as well. That's a plus. Looking forward to more, so give a shout out to the people here in Washington who are giving you guys a listen. Well, we're doing just that right now. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to you guys. We appreciate shout the out. feedback. We appreciate the five-star review. Uh, thanks for letting us know that we're getting better, too. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's we've been trying to kind of push this forward to try to get better to make a better product, and it's good to hear that it's working. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. With that said, that's gonna do it for 2016. That's it. We're wrapping this some bitch up. That's a wrap of the year. I think 2016 was a great year for us because this is kind of where it all started. Absolutely. Um, This is the beginning of something new. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of a roller coaster of a ride, what we've gone through so far. But I I think, you know, we've we've leveled it all out. And I think we've got a good little stride going on now. Absolutely. And uh, and, um, I'm looking forward to doing this with you guys uh, throughout 2017 and possibly beyond. Absolutely. Until we're dead. Yeah. You guys signed the contract. Who knows? It could be in 2016. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) We got an hour left in the day (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody that's gonna do it for us and in 2017 stick around for more sketchy nonsense Thanks, everybody.